You know what's not miserable? What? Public subs. That's... Man, true. I still need to get the one that you guys are telling me about. Fuck, I missed it probably. The Atlanta, you know, it's they, no, they still have it. Yeah. I don't know why, but they still have it. They just won, well, because the they soccer season goes on for forever. Yeah, and they just won their most recent game. I believe. Know. Did they? Yeah, they beat. Ah, oh, fuck, who they beat? Sounders, I think. Maybe I just made that up. Mm, interesting. I talked to the lady at the Publix I usually go to. And she said they'll probably keep that sandwich until football season starts. Then they're going to have that Atlanta Falcons son. Mm-hmm. Dude, that sub is the titties. Yeah, Johnny was telling me that that one's really fucking good, too. Oh, my God. I yes, actually like, didn't make shit. it up. What? They actually really <laughs> did just beat the Sounders. <laughs> they won 2-1. to oh, that's one. sick. Yeah. He said, not going to lie, I thought I was lying. I knew they won. I just forgot who they won against. I feel. Apparently, they beat Seattle. So, so, is the show still started? Like, what's going on? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. The show still started. Oh, okay. I <laughs> wish either of you did actually watch soccer. I wish I did. Too. I love I soccer. Wish I, I was interested. Oh, actually. Yeah, I love soccer. I think soccer's the fucking titties, dude. Thank the you. The only thing about it is that I. I just never get around to watching it because there's so much other shit that I'm trying to do. You know what I mean? Not only that, but it is going on actively through the actual football season as well, too. The yeah, NFL there's that football also. Season. Yeah, and right. I can't because we just not started. watch football. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I wish I could, man. I try. Don't kink shame me. I, I keep trying to like find a team to invest myself in. And I just can't. Like, I just don't have one. And I'm not doing the Packers. I'm not bandwagoning. Like, I'm not saying that you guys are, but I just feel like I would be just jumping on to a great team. Like, I have no affiliation with them. No caring about them. Well, you should. should You should, because they're fucking bad. Oh, the Packers? (sighs) Yeah. I mean... I love the Packers, but they have continuously shot themselves in the foot for the past... Usually in the playoffs, too, right? Yep. Yep. Almost always. I'm not even hating. That's just fucking fact. I'm trying to think, like, I don't know. See, I can't get on the Falcons, right? Because that's our home team. But I'm not an idiot. I know I'd be disappointed for the entirety of my life. Um, You're probably right. Yeah. And then everyone it makes a big deal because we have, like, the brand, I guess the new QB came in our place of employment the other day. Everyone's freaking out. They're like, did you see him? Did you get a picture? I was like, I could literally not give less of a shit. If I tried, like I don't fucking care who that is, um, I so I don't know, and so and I'm from North Carolina, so a part of me always wants to go Carolina Panthers, mm-hmm. but but then it's like you should do um, that just to piss everybody off. I see that's what everyone says. That's why I don't want to be the guy that. But I feel like I'm gonna piss anyone off no matter where I go. I could just go be a Browns fan, then like everyone's <laughs> like, okay, he's the idiot, yeah. Sorry, Jeff. Sorry, Jeff. <laughs> um, Poor Jeff. So I don't know. I just kind of watch and I root for whoever. I pick between the two teams that I see playing. I'm like, I like this one. <laughs> That's fair. Oh, man. When I uh, <clears throat> when I worked at that vape shop, we had a dude come in who was a retired uh, Atlanta Falcons player. 
And, like, he would always brag about it and, like, kind of talk like he was tough shit. And I was like, man, I'm going to look this guy up and see if he has, like, a cool record or something. Because, like, when, whenever a customer made a purchase, like, I had to get their name for, like, the system if they did, like, the rewards program and bullshit. Um, and so I looked him up and I was like, my man, you played for half of a season and got put out because of a head injury. Like, what the fuck are you in here bragging about, dog? He doesn't remember. <laughs> he thinks he did a lot more than he actually did. Right. Oh boy, <clears throat> that is uh, that's football for you. Anyway, <laughs> do you guys know you're more likely to die playing football than you are to get eaten by a shark? Um, that if it's not on the wrong. field, the CTE will get you. True, truly. Oh uh, boy, I got derailed super hard there. Yeah, it's we okay. all did. At least we're getting railed. All right. I'll start over. (laughs) Thank you. Pixels, the one and only official video game podcast of culture. We have quite a show for you today. Uh, it has been a long time coming, as in we've had this topic dancing around in our heads for damn near, what, a month now? Yeah, like that. But we're going to be talking uh, some, some real good topic stuff. <laughs> Uh, on top of that, we have some media to discuss and some games because that's what we do around here. We play games and we occasionally discuss media. I am, of course, your host, the one and only Bebop Man, Josh McMullen, and I am joined as almost always by my two co-hosts, Dylan Protein Powder Martin and Austin Donut Powder Stevens. Boy. How's it going today, fellas? It's funny because powdered donuts are shit. Fucking are gross. shit Wait, or what? are the shit? No, they're fucking gross. You shut your dirty they're whore disgusting. mouth. <laughs> it's just taste. It's just cake bread in powdered sugar. I don't like the texture. It's gross. It's weird. I don't, I don't like, like the like texture. You, you don't like good shit is what you're saying right now. <laughs> so does it matter if it's the little powdered donuts from the bag or if it's like straight from Krispy Kreme or donuts? Oh, I think donuts? both are nasty. It, just so like you donuts. don't like powdered sugar is what you're saying? Yeah, no. Mm-mm. Okay. Not on pastries and shit. I don't like it. What? Yeah, I don't like it's, it. I don't it's like just the, there. I don't like the way it makes my mouth feel. It makes my mouth feel dry, and I don't like that. They're gross. Your mouth is always dry because you're not I sucking know. up dick. Uh, oh, we were perfectly fine. <laughs> Usually, it's Dylan. I have to be you this joke, episode. You this yeah, time. I know. I'm trying. I'm trying to take Dylan's so spot, so then he gets some of the heat off his back. Okay. Genuine okay. question: Because do I have heat on my back? Yeah, because you're always saying like raunchy shit it's the talk of the town and the discord baby they're always like yeah Dylan's saying gross shit so this is actually (laughs) probably going to be 
a really dumb question. Is a donut a pastry? Yes, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I feel I don't I think I have a different <laughs> definition of what I think a donut's just a donut. What what is He what, said, you know what? I don't think it fucking is. No, I mean <laughs> when I think of a pastry, I think of like mm, so I can see the similarities, like a Danish, right? Yeah. Is that some kind of a pastry? So a Danish what's the is definition definitely a pastry. Of a pastry. I, I mean let's Google look it. let's look the shop. Let's yeah. do it. Danish is right. fucking gross too. Pastry definition. A dough of flour, shortening, and water used as a base, and covered in or er, and covering in baked dishes such as pies. Okay. See, I didn't know a pie is a fucking pastry. I thought yeah. a pie is a pie. No, uh, pies and cakes are technically pastries. I'm learning so much. I, I thought I had like a very like I'm not even. This is not even a joke. Like, thirty-one I, no, years old, I and I had a very specific definition of what a pastry was and I did not know either of those two things let alone donuts met the criteria uh, for being a pastry that blows my mind that was a yeah. cool neato fact to learn I will take that to my grave now <laughs> well actually before I get I, I get too far ahead of myself okay. flour shortening of some type and water so let's look at the ingredients of a donut oh my god okay <laughs> Like, are we actually doing what it? is a donut made out of? Just heaven? Donuts are, Gross, let's see, how to make donuts at home. Homemade donuts from delish.com. This is That's definitely probably not good. That's no, definitely credible. Come on. Uh, <laughs> Open it up as a porn website. No, whole porn milk, website. granulated sugar, active dry yeast, flour, butter. There you go. Uh, but it doesn't have water. Hmm. So it has to be water. Well, it, I mean, the definition says of de, uh, flour, shortening, and water. So I guess a donut isn't technically a pastry. That's crazy. Interesting. But a, but a pie is. That is quite something. Let us know. Let us know in the fucking comments down below. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm looking this up now because I'm... I'm Pie crust definition. No, you fucking stupid bastard. Pie <laughs> crust ingredients. So much aggression. Yeah, I'm a fucking stupid bastard. I don't know what to tell you, man. Maybe you need to jack off more or something. Whoa. Probably. You're, You're probably right. Well, I do um, it five times a day. Oh, oh bye. Buttery, flaky pie crust. All right, what does this say? Do you say mellow as a cucumber? Yeah, water. I caught it after I said it. Caught it, how weird it was. I was like, shouldn't they have said cool? Wouldn't that have made more sense? So All right, more. so pie crust is made with water. So, yeah, a donut a is not a pastry, but a That's... pie is. What? So don't... Interesting. It's just its own thing then, right? Donut so is you a lied donut. to us five minutes ago. I did. I lied so hard. Wow, dude. I'm <laughs> fucking believing it. So Cake what is a donut? Is it just a donut? I don't know. Is it man. like its this own is... food category? This is like blowing my entire fucking mind. Yeah, right I'm now. Learning, learning a lot stuff. right now. This is and an I'm educational thankful that show you're doing now. it because I was just gonna sit here and speculate. I wasn't gonna search. Um, no video games this this week, guys. Just yep, we're just learning about, learning about pastries. <laughs> pastries and donuts. Oh it gosh. Is a... I feel like we it's should really, be stoned for this conversation. It's, it's I am. It's kind of like an ambiguous <laughs> uh, food too. 
because it's like it can be a breakfast, it can be a dessert. Is a cake a pastry? <laughs> what is the difference? Is it between... made with water though? A cake? It's uh, it's not. So is a cake a pastry? Wait, what a is cake is not, is made not with a pre- water. I think a donut is technically a cake. Ah, see, I'm more okay with that. Than that I makes am. more sense. Yeah, a donut. So a, a cake is made with like a milk base, then. It looks like it, at least <laughs> from what I can tell. I'm more okay with the donut being this. a cake than I am it being a pastry. I think. I I think I am too. Because they're always they're always sweet. What yeah, the fuck they're... are we doing with this show? What are we oh. doing? That's what I'm saying, bro. I feel like all the patrons are listening to this right now and be like, this is what I fucking pay for once a month? I mean, I think that <laughs> fuck was... Fuck out of here. That was kind of educational, because I think a lot of people are going to be blown away. That's true. Maybe Justin learned something from this one. Right. Who? <laughs> Justin doesn't need to learn this. He has maids for all this shit. <laughs> <laughs> he lives in a harem. <laughs> He's just got maids that come to his bed and read That's the, the title of his night. anime this whole time. It's been Skyrise Excellence. That's the title of his anime. <laughs> we have uh, so much fun at Justin's expense. It's true. I love that dude. He's great. Rich bastard. He's a good sport. <laughs> uh, well, I guess we should probably get into what we've been doing. Um, get into what you've been doing. Yeah, none of you guys, <laughs> like neither it. of you guys have anything written down, so. Sure. Uh, so I, I think that I have maybe said this, uh, on the last episode or at at the very least recently I've talked about this. Um, Kayla and I have kind of been slowly going through the, uh, Apple TV plus library and, uh, we just finished season two of the morning show. Um, okay. So the morning show is basically this sort of I, I don't want to call it a drama but I don't want to call it a like a dramedy because it's it's way more serious than than like a dramedy would be you know but um, basically it's about this TV station and their show called the morning show um, that kind of is hit with a scandal right after the Harvey Weinstein stuff breaks and all of that uh, kind of kind of like in the wake of Me Too or whatever and their their lead anchor or, or one of their lead you know TV personalities or whatever is kind of caught up in um, a scandal very similar where he was kind of abusing his power to uh, have sex with people underage or well, not underage sorry underneath him like you know you know what I'm saying um, I really, really like the first season of the morning show. Uh, I really think that, uh, it kind of does some interesting things where it kind of, uh, I, I kind of want to say it takes a look at media, not, not media as in like what we consume but media is in like the apparatus you know like like a um like like the news type thing how they're kind of complicit in a lot of uh like stories that happen and how they're not really the arbiters of truth as they like to 
claim that they are, that they're very, very much just humans who are very fallible and very, um, uh, how do I want to put this? Um, capable of, of falling into the same, um, Pratt Falls as everyone else. That, that's probably the best way to put it. Um, and that first season, I I really think is is pretty pretty good. Um, I think that there are characters in there that I really latched onto, and I was like, oh these these guys are real fucking good. Um, like uh, Billy Crudup's character in particular, uh, I just love him, uh, and he was like the standout of season two for me. Um, season two, I thought was not as good. Um, it just seemed to kind of, I don't know. It felt very aimless and it didn't feel like it was saying much of really anything. And just kind of, I I felt like didn't know where it was supposed to be going, but Steve Carell in this, uh, or in this second season, is stupendous. Oh, he's he's great in the first season also, but like, uh, like he and his storyline in the second season are far and away the most interesting part of that season, and it's still not enough to kind of like drag it out of its, um. I don't know, mediocrity. I don't know. That that second season is very hit or miss for me. Um, All the way through, I think it's, it's shot pretty okay. Um, There isn't much to it. It's almost all in studios and there's not really like a whole lot of stuff that's going on. But um, yeah, I don't know. There's a, there is some good stuff in here, but it really, it really needs something else. If it, if it's coming back for a third season, <clears throat> it really needs something else to kind of like move it up in the echelon of of great TV, uh, and, and even even in the Apple TV Plus shows. Like it's not nearly as good as Severance. It's not uh, Ted Lasso is a little bit different because it's. It's a kind of, like, feel-good comedy, but, like, I don't think it's as good as Ted Lasso. Um, Kayla and I have been going through Servant. Um, I don't think it's as good as Servant. It, I don't know. Uh, I I think that it, it's worth at least visiting to see that first season for sure. And if it comes back for a third season, I, I think it has some places to go, especially with some of the characters. Uh, Billy Crudup's character, again, in particular. I, maybe I just really like him. Uh, maybe it's not necessarily his character. I just really like Billy Crudup. But, uh, yeah. Uh, so, um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll we'll see how it goes. Uh, it's okay. So, you had me at Steve Carell, but then when I was looking up, you know, cast and stuff like that, Fucking John Hamm's coming on for season three, so oh, that's interesting. 
kind of awesome because I love him too. Yeah. Um, I ever since uh, I know this is probably like a generic thing to say, but like it's hard for me to watch something with Jennifer Aniston and see anything other than Rachel. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. It's just that's something I've always had a hard time differentiating, I guess. Um, but like you said, like Steve Carell's in here. I love him. I'd give it a shot. I I just don't have Apple TV. Like, and I don't watch as much stuff as you so i was like i don't know if it's worth it or not for me to get it but it's literally never going to be anywhere else right <laughs> i mean yeah i wouldn't expect so that sucks so i want to give it a shot i don't know i kind of want ever everyone like praises severance severance is the i i maybe oh god it's maybe my fifth or sixth favorite thing that i've seen this uh, this year yeah, like, like I, in in totality, like uh, of everything that I've like seen, played, listened to, like all of that shit is probably like my fifth or sixth favorite thing. That's crazy. I mean, I love Adam Scott too, so that's oh, he's yeah. the the draw for me. But just the premise overall too of Severance is something that I really, really want to kind of delve into. But then I have things like uh, the Morning Show that I would love to kind of give a shot to. How much is Apple? TV plus uh I want to say I want to say five bucks a month I could be wrong but I want to say that that's the case if it's five I mean that's not awful especially if it's just for one month and I could knock this stuff out and I'd just be done with it yep 499 a month yeah that's not bad dude it's better yeah, than and there's what some, I thought it would be there's some really great shit on there too man like uh like I said, I, I'm really digging Servant. It fucking is wild, dude. It goes places. It yeah. fucking goes places. Um, but, uh, yeah, Ted Lasso's on there. Ted Lasso's great. Um, Servant, or not Servant, um, Severance is on there. Severance is great. Um, I'm trying to think of what else we watched. Uh, Coda's on there. Coda is great. Um... Yeah, I, I think it's worth the five bucks a month, but I also don't know anything because I'm a fucking idiot. So, no. Did you just say that's true? No. Wouldn't say no. no. That's no. so. No, <laughs> I mean never. Come on, uh, I'm a sweetheart. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. I just want you to know that at the start of your uh, like you delving into what the morning show was, I had a real what the fuck moment. I think I even said what the fuck, but. For Austin's topic this week, he was like too bricked up thinking about the topic this week. Like that's what his topic <laughs> that he wanted to discuss was. I was like, what the hell? Is I was gonna doing? leave that there as like a joke just for you guys to see when you look through the doc. I just didn't expect Dylan to be reading the doc the whole time. <laughs> I was <laughs> reading it as you typed it. I was like, oh, he's adding something. No, he's like, he's no, trolling. just being gross. <laughs> he, he's like too. I was he was like too bricked up and I was like what the fuck is I was he gonna been put watching? too bricked up too bricked up over the main topic to do anything else. Yeah, that's what it was. But then I was like and then I saw that you were just fucking on the thing and I was like, okay. Well it's not <laughs> so now you're fucking watching me do it. You've not done anything this past week, Austin? Come on. Uh I watched a gay romance anime that was really cute. Tell me about it. I can't. I didn't pay attention half of the time. <laughs> I was playing my Switch and, like, half-watching. Madison really fucking loved it, though. Well, 
go get her and let her tell us about it. Uh, I don't. I'll have to fucking. Oh, God damn it! Now I have to look. Um, what's it called? I do. I have no idea. It's too. It's just too like generic Japanese names, and I don't. I can't fucking remember what it is. But it's all Funimation. Just literally go to Romance and look for anything gay in the thumbnail, and you'll find oh. it. Yeah. Super cute, dude. Oh, it's pop right out. I, <laughs> Interesting. To be fair, the little thumbnail, the way those two guys are looking at each other, you get an idea of what's going on. Okay. <laughs> but, oh uh, God. yeah, so I'll, I'll fucking, I'll get the name before the end of the episode, and I'll fucking man, shout it out at the end or something, or throw it on my pick of the week. Yeah. But, uh, there you go. Super fucking cute. <clears throat> I can't wait to hear you have something as your pick of the week that you don't know anything about. <laughs> <laughs> I know a little bit about. I know a little bit of it. I don't know how it fucking Definitely. ended because I didn't pay attention to that. You know, but that I know it's how gay. it started. Yeah, yeah. what's well, yeah. gay shit? Right. It's it starts with like this uh, freshman kid like lending a manga to like a sophomore or junior kid, and like the manga was uh, like it was a gay romance manga, and he was like, "Oh, I don't expect you to like it," and he comes back to school the next day. Oh no, I really liked it. And then they're like, mm, "Hold on, we both really like this. What's going on with that?" It is kind well, of it cool cute. because it shows like it. It does a lot to talk about like how modern Japan views homosexuality and how it's still not as widely widely accepted there as it is in you know maybe some other places like the world or in the world um and like it come and it comes up really frequently like the main characters like yo like you shouldn't be reading that like in school like what are what if other kids see you like they'll make fun of you like they won't leave you alone about it and the older kids just kind of like i don't care like I, I like it if i'm into it i don't fucking care how people feel about it and he talks about like showing it to his mom and his mom was questioning it at first but then ultimately his mom was like oh if that's what you're into is what you're into and it was cute i like that i like that part of it oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, lord josh i didn't do anything yeah okay sorry that's all right you know no i didn't do anything okay good well is it um I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? Uh, all right. <clears throat> Can you guys remember back in April? Uh, I don't think I go back that far, but I'll try. <laughs> um, back in April, I talked about a little program called WrestleMania. Uh -huh. And I remember very distinctly talking about how I was very disappointed with it um, on a ton of levels and how I wasn't really, really sure how the, um, the future of WWE would be for me in particular. So it was... About a week... No, it was a little over a week ago. It was like last Saturday, I think. Um, SummerSlam happened. I thought it was a two-night event because they've been doing two-night events for all of the big five uh, pay-per-views, I thought. Or actually, sorry, the big four. The big five is uh, with the inclusion of Money in the Bank. But 
that doesn't deserve a two night. I don't think. Um, at least I thought that's what the plan was, and I turned out to not be the case. So I watched it on Sunday uh, after it happened, and I've got to say, they put on a fucking awesome show. Um, I have been very, very down on the WWE for the last couple of years. I just... AEW came, and it was a wrestling show, and they had wrestling matches, and they told stories in the ring, and they had uh, outside-of-the-ring stories that were genuinely very compelling. And I looked at what the WWE was doing, and I was just very, like, this is still stuck in the brain of a... 70 plus year old man who thinks that he knows everything. Um, well, a lot of this stuff was, I think, put in place before he retired, but he retired the week before SummerSlam happened. Um, there was some stuff going on that uh, basically kind of forced him out. There was an investigation that I think was not going to go his way where he paid off some women that he had extramarital affairs with. Uh, yeah, so that kind of stuff happened. And so this has been going on since, I want to say, maybe May. Um, and then finally it just it came around. Uh, and he was like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop out. I'm done. I'm going to retire. And so the entire week leading up to SummerSlam was programmed by the new head of creative, Triple H. Now, I bring this up because Triple H was the head of creative and kind of like overseer of NXT from its, basically its inception as a, like a kind of training ground for the WWE all the way up until... I think it was last year when he had his heart attack <clears throat> or not heart attack. He had some, some sort of cardiac trauma going on anyway. Um, so during his tenure as the NXT head, NXT put on some of the best fucking matches I have ever seen in my entire life. And I'm not a, a I'm not privy to kind of like what's going on with New Japan um, or like Ring of Honor. Like I've seen stuff from there, but it's so in another realm for me that like I don't get to participate in that kind of the way that I, I, I can with WWE because it's very accessible. Um, and... Uh, Like, seriously, some of the best matches I've ever, ever seen happened when Triple H was the head of creative um, at NXT. And I, again, I think that some of this stuff was kind of set in motion, but I think that that week definitely prepared people to kind of take take the reins a little bit and kind of lead it in direct in directions that were very interesting. 
and every match on the card was at the very least very solid including the ones like the uh about midway through the card there was a match between uh Pat McAfee which uh if you're not familiar he was a former punter for the Indianapolis Colts and um he quit uh he quit the Colts in 2017 after he'd only been in the league for like eight years. So he's, he's still relatively young. Um, but he then started doing his own sort of like, uh, I think it was a YouTube show first. And then it went to, uh, Sirius XM called the Pat McAfee show where he kind of like talks about sports or whatever. And then he got taken over as a guest commentator on, uh, some of the takeover events in 2018 and then actually signed a promotion or uh, a contract in uh, I think 2020, and he became a um, uh, full-time announcer. So he was out there doing the the commentating with um, uh, oh, Michael Cole. I think I think he's been with Michael Cole the entire time. Okay. All of that doesn't matter. Anyway, the point is, is this dude has never really wrestled before. I think he had a, a match at WrestleMania, um, and I think he had a a match at uh, the NXT Takeover Thirty uh, back in twenty twenty, and <clears throat> he's solid, you know, but he's never he's not a wrestler, and he put on one of the best matches by a non-wrestler I've ever fucking seen. Like, the match told a really fun story and really kind of, like, I don't know, cemented him as a person to be able to do this kind of stuff. Like, you wouldn't think that because you see a lot of, like, commentator matches. Like, there was a Michael Cole match from, like, fucking WrestleMania. God, I don't know. Somewhere in the 20s that was just god-awful. And then... You had people like Jerry the King Lawler do the same sort of stuff. And, like, uh, yeah, he was a wrestler, but that was, like, 40 fucking years ago, 50 years ago at this point. Like, the dude is not in his prime. He's not, a, like, he's not going to be able to do the stuff. And the match was garbage. But, like, this match with fucking Pat McAfee was good. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And, like, there were... Other things like the ma- the the first match of the night was the Raw Women's Championship with Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch, and it just set the whole tone for the entire show. Everyone came out and did their fucking a game. Like that match between Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch was fucking awesome. Like it was very good. And again, this is one of the things where it told a story in the ring. And there was stuff leading into it for sure. There were like the, uh, you know, they throw the video packages together before the the matches happen and they play those or whatever. So like you get the kind of like clips, but like there was a story told in the ring between these two and it was great. And then there was like, uh, Logan Paul had a fucking match. He signed with the WWE now. He had a match and he was good. He was really good, actually. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? And it all culminated in this really 
intense match between Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar, which I kind of knew the outcome beforehand. I just, not that I knew it, but like I, I couldn't sense it going any other direction. And even with that, it got me several fucking times where I was like, oh, it's going to end now. What the fuck? And I don't know. It, it just... I was so in awe of what changed between this pay-per-view and the last one I watched, which was in WrestleMania. And if Triple H is taking over all of the creative going forward and this is the kind of stuff that he's putting together and if it can match the same sort of intensity and in-ring performances that he had when he was running NXT I am so fucking on board for what the WWE is going into now like whatever it's like next life cycle is or, or whatever because what they put on at SummerSlam was awesome. I don't know. That's that's all I've got to say. I geeked out about wrestling. I'm sorry. Hell you. <sighs> okay, we should move on to our topic of the show. <laughs> uh, I'm glad that's the that that's the reaction that I got. I got a very uh awkward silence awkward silence yeah dylan at where do you go i'm definitely here i just i don't have anything to say it's wrestling (laughs) i'm glad you enjoy it dude it's awesome it's awesome like i know that it sounds fucking stupid like everyone's like oh wrestling it's fucking stupid it's fake you know whatever it's not uh uh it's not so so is everything else you watch on tv shut up yeah, yeah, exactly. You watch all this other shit, like, fucking, you watch the Kardashians. That shit's not real. Yeah. This shit's not fucking real. Um, but, no, fucking, I don't know, man. Wrestling's fucking awesome. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I know, I know that it bores people to fucking tears, uh, because it's not real combat sports or whatever, but, like. No, oh, shut up. They're Stupid. real fucking athletes, and they really fucking fuck up their bodies, and, like, yeah, yeah, maybe the the outcomes are scripted, but like they still go through an intense amount of pain. Like, oh, well, it's yeah. in the name too. It's world, you know. It's it, the entertainment's in the name. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like w- when I'm browsing through TikTok, or it, it'll just come up somewhere, even if it's on Reddit. I think I see a lot of stuff from the Squared Circle um, subreddit. For some reason, it just comes up. Shit's still thoroughly entertaining, dude. Like. I don't care what you say, but seeing fucking 300-pound men, 6'4", go flying through the air, like, shit's It's insane, dude. It's, it's insane. insane. And they truly are athletes. I mean, you there's no getting around it. Like, you try to go do that shit. I mean, they're performers, they're entertainers, and they're fucking athletes, and it's, it's really entertaining to watch. I just... I mean, like, I, I think I say this every time. It's just something that I haven't watched in a very, very long time, and I feel so out of it now. Mm-hmm. That I, I don't know anyone still in there. Like I remember names like the Miz and stuff like that. Yeah, but the, Logan Paul's match was against the Miz. Yeah, that too. Like, I'm not gonna lie, that is the most recent thing that I saw, and I was like, son of a bitch, like that <laughs> shit was actually kind of fun to watch. Yeah. Like, 
I don't like that kid one bit, but I mean, it was the clips I saw were pretty entertaining. I don't think anybody does. Yeah, no, he's a gigantic piece of shit. But he know. is a gigantic a walking douchebag. Match was really cool to watch. Um, but like my time of wrestling was before even Roman Reigns. Like I don't know who he is or like what role he's played. I just know he's a big name. He is the fucking best thing going right now. I fucking love Roman Reigns, but. I don't know. We can we can get off wrestling. Just go watch wrestling. It's awesome. Um, we're going from sexy men sweatily grappling each other to sexy video game characters sweatily grappling <laughs> each other. Woohoo! <laughs> That's right, everyone. I didn't write an intro for this segment, but I'm going to tell you what it is. We got sexy video game characters, and, and they're gonna they're they're gonna fight. Because we're horny, so why not? <laughs> I genuinely don't know what possessed me to make this kind of, like, a battle royale topic, but I was... I guess I was thinking about... Wrestling. Like, we talk about video games uh, on, on a pretty serious... I mean, like, what was... Last week was the catch-up, but the last other episode we did was what? The the marketing, right? Yeah. Like, we, we take video games relatively seriously, <clears throat> And we do do fun topics from time to time, uh, but I felt like we hadn't done one in a while, and I was like, what's what's something fun that we can do? What's something fucking crazy? And I was like, well, maybe we'll do a Battle Royale. And I was like, well, what can we do? And I ended up thinking, well, we don't objectify video game characters very much, so let's do that. <laughs> so let's do it now. <laughs> Fuck it. Uh, it's okay. They're fictional. It's, it's true. It's true. So, uh, what I've done, or what we have done, is each of us have brought six video game characters to the table, and uh, we grabbed two from our uh, Instagram post, and we're going to uh, we're going to battle them out to decide who is the Hunting Pixels sexiest video game character of all time. <laughs> this goes. is one we got to revisit because I can't just do six. Honestly, so I mean, many. Truly, truly. Um. All right. So, uh, I think I'll just I'll run through all of our characters real quick, and then what we'll do is uh, we'll start with the cuts, um, and we'll go from twenty to um, twenty to one. So. Oh god damn it! <laughs> All right. Um, well, while I'm doing that, if you guys want to write that out, we have Jill Valentine from god the Resident damn. Evil series. We have Aya Brea from the Parasite Eve series. Tubi from Nier Automata. Liara Tassoni from the Mass Effect series. <clears throat> Nathan Drake from the Uncharted series. Aerith Gainsborough from Final Fantasy VII. Arthur Morgan from Red Dead Redemption 2. Firekeeper from Dark Souls 3. Lobo uh, ho, 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 ho. from Apex Legends. What? I just want to know why you left. Uh, I just thought it was funny. <laughs> why? why is she funny? Uh, she's she's not. I just... Okay. Your, your love of Dark Souls gets me. <clears throat> <laughs> um, we have Serana from Skyrim. 
Edward Kinway from Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Seer from Apex Legends. Pyra slash Mithra, because they're technically the same person, from Xenoblade 2, or Xenoblade Chronicles 2, I should say. Yeah, I should should have specified that. It's fine. Uh, Sai Nejima? Nijima, okay. From Persona 5. Blood Rain from Blood Rain. Uh, Camilla from Fire Emblem Fates. Cami from Street Fighter. And Edelgard from Fire Emblem Three Houses. And then we've got our uh, two community picks, Tifa Lockhart from Final Fantasy VII and Laura Croft from Tomb Raider. All right. So, um, let's see. I'm going to I'm going to go first because because I, that's why. I no no. I no. feel like you never go first either. No, you don't ever. Uh, well, I, I was going to go first because I was the only one who talked that entire last round, and it'll give me some time to catch my breath. Um, <laughs> so, I'm going to go ahead, and for my first pick, I'm going to cut Nathan Drake from the Uncharted series. That was a good why, are you pick. Self, why are you self-sacrificing? Uh, well... I'm not necessarily self-sacrificing so much as I think that I like Nathan Drake um, from the point of view of who he is as a person, and I like his character design, kind of like the like the white shirt with like the holsters and the kind of like cargo pants. I, it, it works for me. So with um, but when I think about everyone else that's I mean of the people that I actually know uh, in in this list I, I kind of think that he probably falls towards the, the bottom half um, just in terms of like overall hotness Ooh, um, damn dude I don't know like I mean I'm not complaining at someone you know not one of mine going out at 20 but like that man is fine as hell. Like, he was actually going to be on my list until I saw him on yours. Uh, dude, fucking Uncharted 3, Drake. Mm, yep. <laughs> that man is handsome as hell. Um, I definitely think he is way more attractive than some of these people, mostly Austin's picks. But <laughs> That's because all of Austin's picks are anime girls. <laughs> Hey, only five, four, five. Uh, out of six. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, oh, man. Well. Fine. M- Who goes Mr. Next? Drake, uh, let's go with, um, let's go with Austin. Hmm. I'm going to go Liara for Mass Effect. Mm, nope. She is Ooh, definitely making it higher. We are definitely making Liara go higher. Uh, you got something to substitute for it? Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, who is Sai Nejima? No. Get out of here. <laughs> go f- absolutely go fuck yourself. Um... I'd let Edelgard go. 
personally. Well, I like I like Edelgard. I mean, she is hot, but compared to some of the others. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Maybe side can go. What I, I'm I'm gonna look this up. I'm gonna, I I don't I don't remember this character, but I also. Who? Sorry? He also spelled it incorrectly. Yeah, I, I had totally to look did. it up too. <laughs> yeah, you, you really did spell it way incorrectly. Oh, okay. I, I remember Psy now. Okay. I mostly threw her on the list because of what her shadow form looks like. Her shadow form is Pete Goth. Love it. Uh, it is definitely Pete Goth. You are not lying. Why do I not remember this character? She was like the towards the very end of the game. She's like the second to last dungeon. Mm, maybe that's why. That's I don't think I actually. Happens. Okay, I don't think I actually ever beat Persona Five. Damn. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, um, person. Mm. We like actually your, came inside, though. You like your big titty anime girls? I do. Is I she do. big titty? Not really. Oh. More in the mid range. That's so, yeah, she can go. That's, oh, that's unfortunate. Uh, God, I'm I'm going but so, straight to fucking. But Edelgard too. I don't. Uh. Mm. uh I, between the two, I actually like Sai's design better. If I'm being honest. Yeah. Edelgard, like she, I feel like Edelgard is. When it comes Edel to like the cast of Fire Emblem Three Houses itself. I think she is very much a fucking standout, but like compared to some of the other characters on this list, I feel like not so much. Mm. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like Edelgard is like best girl, I feel like. I don't I don't really feel like she's attractive, but I'm attracted to her. Does that make sense? Like yeah. let, let me put it this way. Like everyone has a best girl from Overwatch, right? My best girl is is May. As it should be. Because she's just so fucking goddamn wholesome. She's mm -hmm. also thick as hell, but you know. Um Dummy thick. Dummy thick. Sombra. <laughs> Sombra is bad too. She's Sombra been is on bad. this list. Yeah, I'm kinda of pissed I didn't think bad. about that. Um but but my point being is like I am not attracted to May, but I'm attracted to May. Yeah, I and feel I feel that. like it's the same exact way with Edelgard. I'm not attracted to Edelgard, but like yeah. I'm attracted to Edelgard. I'm also attracted to genocidal warlords. <laughs> yep. It's, it's so maybe she should go out at 19. Honestly. <laughs> oh my God. It's okay. The, the genocide like the was sentences? her own people. <laughs> I never think that I will hear some of these sentences that we say, and it's just. It's and then amazing. you do, and you're like, "Wow, I'm never gonna hear I mean, these again." Contextually, what a I'm fine with it, but any other fucking time and place. He said, "If you were to just come up been... to me at work and say these things, I yep. don't know if I'd be definitely different." <laughs> Even if you followed it up with who this person is still would have been in weird context but right now in this moment is the one time you can actually say that and it'd be okay <laughs> even still I'm questioning questioning it's okay it was uh, alright who, who are so we gonna who, go who, with who, who, who Edelgard's fine throw her out Edelgard. get that bitch out of here P poor Edelgard oh. Love she's you, very girl. pretty though she's pretty 
All right. Fire Emblem, three houses. Out at 19. Out okay. at 19. So. <laughs> um, I guess I'm going to. What are you fucking like... laughing about? <laughs> Dude, I don't know. I just. Probably whenever I watch someone else happened. editing a document, it's the saddest thing in the world. <laughs> but it's like, I find humor out of the stupidest shit. Like, mm. if I, it's, it's, it's so dumb. That's um, a good thing. Falling on my sword here, uh, Arthur Morgan for Ooh. number 18. Oh, I would I have liked to you see to him really go fight further. For that one. I'm not going no, on. no, you're going to be shocked the ones they actually do fight for. Uh, I feel like but I no, he, too. Very, very handsome man. Like, yeah. this is pure rugged cowboy. And he has a good heart, too. That's what really gets me. Um Fuck man, I I love me some Arthur Morgan, but we got to see some of these go higher. Austin, you actually have one on your list that I'm glad you thought of because I certainly didn't. This is why we need is it the Street Fighter a, a second? Yeah, yeah. This is why we need a second um go through of this. Like, let's just do another twenty next week. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. We can revisit this. Yeah. We will definitely revisit this. Yeah. Um. He no, dude. He is handsome as hell. He is, uh, fucking thoroughly attractive and a good-natured man. Like I, I, I loved watching his, uh, I guess, battle with morality. Almost, um, fucking super attractive. But gotta go because some of these gotta go higher. <laughs> yeah, I, I like. I think I like Arthur Morgan as a character more than like, like physically. But like, yeah, I, I feel that though. His, when he's got his beard and he's like not. You know, on his deathbed. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, attractive dude. Attractive dude. Yeah, for sure. All right. Back to you, sire. Back to me. All right. Um, next up. Um, I am going to... God... God help me. Yep. I'm going to cut Liara. I I would like to see her go (laughs) further, but I just realized that everyone on my list I find more attractive than her. Okay. Because I was with Austin, like, I'm I'm down for the fucking experience, but I I just can't vibe with it. It's the tendrils on the back of the head that get me. No, that's the hot part, dude. Said, hopefully they grow and wrap around my legs and feet. <laughs> no, I I don't know what it was, but I immediately when I was playing Mass Effect for the very first time, I was immediately like, she's she's best girl. I didn't yeah. fuck around with Ashley. I didn't fuck around with uh, Not the frog guy. Uh, the frog guy. <laughs> what? Are you what talking about Garrus? No. What are the the big round things? What are they called? With like the big ass fucking mouths. They look uh, like the the diner fucking alien from Star Wars Episode Two. Uh, I, I, fuck, I don't know. I play. This is on my list of shit to play next year. I've never played Mass Effect. Now I gotta fucking look it up. Mm. <sighs> I don't know. No, so you had Caden, Liara, and Ashley. I, I was that really it? Maybe. Interesting. I know that there are more. Oh, Tally and Garrus become romance options in Mass Effect 2. 
That's why. Krogan. That's who I was thinking of. Oh, like Rex? Yeah. Or uh, who's the one from 2 and 3? I don't know. It doesn't fucking matter. Anyway. Um, pretty hot. <laughs> I don't know. I was... I, I never found any sort of attraction towards Caden or Ashley. But mm. like Liara, I was immediately like, oh, she's blue? Yeah, said, buddy. Hold up. <laughs> and and uh, Liara, I think, would have been my main girl through all of the Mass Effect. Uh, but she wasn't available in 2. And 2 has got fucking... Miranda and Miranda is banging, bro. But this is true. Liara's got my heart. She's uh, she's got my tiny little heart in her hands. <laughs> I was like, where is this going? I don't like this. Uh, so yeah, I'll I'll take Liara out. I'll I'll sacrifice another one of mine just because I I do find everyone else on my list attractive and okay. The community picks. I, I don't want to cut either of them, especially this one. Earlier, yeah. uh, earlier than we need to. So, bro, that's going right now. <laughs> uh, right, Austin. Yeah, hmm. Austin. It's your turn. It's a tough one. Fuck, dude. Um, I almost said Edward, but then I kind of feel like he has to go higher. Yeah, he's a good-looking fucking guy. He's great. Which? Uh, oh, Black Flag. Okay. Black Flag. No. The swashbuckler. Um. Hmm. I feel like Camilla can go. Honestly. Yeah, I was, like, I was wondering about that one. Yeah, she can go, because this is like a personal taste type beat. I don't know. I dig the whole, like, dark princess vibe. Like, she has, like, the high heels, like, as part of, like, in her fucking armor. Like, it, it's sick. And she has huge titties, though. So, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> what else do you really need? Um, Camilla from Fire Emblem. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. buddy. You, you, yeah. Josh, Josh gets it. He gets what I'm throwing down. Yeah. Camilla is fucking... Camilla is attractive. No. It's like the hottest thing to come from Nintendo in like the last ten years. Leave that shit alone. <laughs> uh, is that what we're... Is, is that's who you're cutting? Who? No, I was cutting Camilla. Okay, okay. Camilla. Okay. That's unfortunate for her. She is fucking banging, though. She is for real. God, this mm. feels so wrong talking about. <laughs> it does. <Fuck. laughs> I feel like Madison's like listening in through the wall, like you piece of fucking garbage. Uh, come on. We we sexualize every or er, everything all the Everybody time. Everybody does. So. I was strongly against this episode. I just Shut up! Know. You were so full <laughs> of Get shit. The fuck. You were so excited to do this episode. Uh, uh, all right. Um, all right. So, yeah, this is hard because I've looked up some of these that I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm not, bruh. I'm not feeling 
Tyra. What do you, how do you feel? Hello? I mean, again, okay. she can fucking... That's like a personal taste type beat that I don't expect to be shared here, so... What is it, though? Um, what? What do you mean? Like, what's the personal taste? Like, I mean, they're... I don't know, just big titted anime bitches. What more do I have to say? It it really is big titty anime bitches. I guess that's what it comes down to. I don't know, like, is it their character, like, or is it literally just like base model? No, I actually do like I I do really enjoy Pyra and Mithra's character. Like Pyra is the kind of um like sweet and caring and like attentive side, and then she switches over to Mithra and Mithra's just like everybody else I meet in my life is beneath me and you need to learn that quickly. And so, and I, being the sick fuck that I am, I'm down for going to sweet and then talking to me like shit. That's fine with me. Yeah, I'm all about that shit. So, but yeah, but I'm, I, I like the uh, the hand drawn character art for them a lot. Yeah, I like. Uh, if only they looked as good in the game as the art. Yeah, that that's the thing is I'm I'm looking at like the the actual like character models and it's not nearly as attractive as the no, as the not good. the character designs. You would think three would be better, and you'd be wrong. <laughs> <They're not. laughs> that actually worse. Oh no, I'll get into that later. Okay. But yeah, if All you right. wanted to go, she can go. They can go. They can go. There's technically right. three people. I just didn't feel like putting the third. Oh, There's a third personality? Yeah. What's that one? Uh, It's called, like, Numa. It's like P-N-E-U-M-A. She's pretty sick. She, uh, Dylan, I doubt you have. Josh, have you ever seen the uh, Frame Girl model kits or figures or anything like that? Uh, I Where they're, like, big-titted anime bitches but with Gundam armor on? That's basically Can't. what she is. Can't say that I have. Mm-mm. You're missing out. You are sorely missing out. Uh, all right. Um, is it my turn? Yeah. Okay. Yes, sir. All right. I'm looking at some of these. Okay. Okay. All right. Yep. That's. I. Okay. Okay. Um. Who is this? Let me take a look. All right, images. Okay. He's like, let me pull up some objectifiable. Okay. <laughs> said, let me look okay. this up. Rule thirty-four. <laughs> um. All right. How are we feeling about Serana? Oof, that's a hard one, man. I'm okay. Uh, like I, I was looking at my list, and it's like everyone else truly does have to go higher, but. God, yeah. that sucks. Yeah, I I know who Loba is. I was looking up who Seer is because I'm not familiar with that character. Oh God, let me let me tell you about Seer. <laughs> we'll talk about him later. Uh, uh, but I know Loba, and Loba is is definitely very attractive. Loba's um, one of the fucking sexiest video game models I've ever seen. But and dude, then, Serana. <sighs> fuck, man. I'm okay with it because I feel like. A huge part of, like, why I find her so attractive is because I think she's, hands down, the best character 
in Skyrim in total. Like she is the best written character, mm. um, the best companion you can have. Like outside of NPCs that you can have as companions, uh, as mods, like Inigo is a really popular one. Like sh- inside of the game, like the core game and DLC, she is the best character, dude. Like she has so much. Her whole quest line is awesome with uh, the Dawn Guard DLC. Um, but like as a companion, like she's actually like experience experiencing the world with you as you're exploring. Um, she's comment she's commenting on like things that are happening within the world, like your environment. You know, going into a cave. She's a vampire. She's commenting on the sunlight, stuff like that. Like, she's very immersive. Like, she helps you get immersed into the game. And she's, like I said, she's a fucking vampire, and she's beautiful at that. Like, absolutely drop dead gorgeous. But she, dude, she. Ah, I don't know. She was a huge part of like, how how old would I have been? This was ten years ago. Like, she was early adolescent. <laughs> Uh, crush for me, adolescent. I was twenty years old, but <laughs> 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 she was she was a huge part of my um, crushes back in those days for video games. Fucking awesome, dude. Okay, all right. Well, that'll uh, we'll we'll knock her. Was that fourteen? At fourteen. Yep. That's doable. Okay. Uh, I can't type. Um, there we are. Was that your choice? That was, so we're back to Mr. Austin. Stefan. God damn it. Um, I'm going to be honest, and I feel like I'm going to get yelled at for this. Uh, dude. Hmm? Go ahead. How, how are we feeling about Laura Croft? Because I don't get it, I, personally. Bruh. I don't understand it. Uh, look. Laura Croft cool. was one of the first things to probably give me a boner. <laughs> Here's the thing, man. Like, <laughs> okay, that's fair. I'm okay. The triangles with really did it for you, huh? That's my thing. I did. I was not attracted to her until the reboot. Yeah. Mm. I just like, well, even more so then because like the reboot, she's even hotter, dude. Dude, she is absolutely beautiful. She is um, smoking hot in the reboot. But. I'm honestly okay with her going here too. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you. I think I would be too. The only thing, the only thing that I think that she gets extra points is because I feel like she has been the sex symbol in video games for sure. Yep, like hundred percent. Basically, 100%. since it's a inception. Yeah, I, I feel like for me personally, she gets bonus points for that. Yep. I mean, there's there's no disputing it. Like she she is the icon. Yeah. But like just on my personal list, not so high. Mm. Yeah. So are we are we good with her? Yeah. Dissipating. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Again, like if we want to do this again next week, I got a I got another burning six, dude. Like I'm. <laughs> I could. <feel laughs> Uh, um, oh, that was Austin. Okay, oof, oof, <laughs> oof indeed. <laughs> oh man, fuck, dude. I'm trying to go <laughs> off of just strictly sex appeal right now. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta fucking kick Firekeeper, man. Oh shit. Yeah. 
Like, she doesn't hold a candle to everyone else. But, dude, I just love... You you had me right. Like, you you can't... I can't even say much about the Firekeeper because there's not much to say. It's just, like, fucking Dark Souls crushed, dude. <laughs> 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 oh, man. She has, like, a really soft voice. And I just... All of her voice lines are so memorable, man. Like, I love her so much. But, yeah, like... You, you definitely caught me at just being a little Dark Souls fanboy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I. I mean, I don't blame you. I wanted to get held by uh, by what's her face in Elden Ring like every chance I got. <laughs> I was just like, yes, hold me. You're like, yeah. You're like, fuck the health debuff. I'm getting held by big titty fucking Elden Ring girl. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I totally get it. Uh, and she's got a really fucking awesome design. Like. Like, Truly. I like the fucking, the little, um, I don't know what the hell you would call it, I, a mask thing? You know, like the, almost like crown that goes over her eyes? Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, very good design. Oh, oh, oh my. <laughs> I mean, that's true. You actually find her eyes later in the game. Are they, have they been turned into shibiri grapes? I don't know what that is. Is it a pastry? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, Firekeeper out now. Um, yes. Back to you, Papa Bear. It's back to me. And I am going to. It's, it's down to two people for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's. Either Jill from Resident Evil or Blood Rain. Ooh. Or or actually, it's down to three people because I, I forgot Psy was still there. And I like that design, but I like Blood Rain and Jill better, if I'm being yeah. honest. Hmm. I but, don't know. If, but yeah. but if, if, if we don't want to cut either of those, I'm, I'm okay with cutting Jill. I would like to see her make the top ten, but yeah, no, I, I'm Jill totally. Has to go. She has no, to go to the top ten. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry. So, and I don't know. How, how are you feeling, Austin? Take about... Jill out of here. No. Get her out. No. <laughs> Kick her the fuck out. I'm just kidding. Uh, I mean, Psy can go. Uh, Blood Rain can also go. I mean, I'm not really. Um, if we're looking at pure sex appeal, I think that Psy would get kicked out before Blood Rain. Cause for sure. Like, yeah, for Blood sure. Rain was another one of those boner-inducing moments. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. All right. So, we'll kick out Psy, and then we'll go We'll go with Jill at 10. Does that sound fair to everybody? Sounds cool. Cause Jill I, at 10? I, I love Jill, and I especially love Jill in the original Resident Evil 3. Uh, get up like the the short skirt and the tube top with like the fucking the the sweater around the waist. Uh, like, oh man! Like, I that... can't do away with Jill at ten, dude. I'm sorry. Like her okay. in Resident Evil Five. Oh yeah, with the blonde hair and yeah, and the I... fucking bodysuit. Yeah, I forgot she was even in Five. If I'm being honest. Yes. <laughs> I mean. I'm, Who just whose turn was the one to cut Psy? Uh, that's mine. Yeah. Okay. So okay, I'm, I'm okay with Psy. Um. Hmm. 
so yeah, yeah, we don't ha- we don't have to. I I fucking god damn, I love Jill. But Jill is oh man, that's that's one of those icons to me. Like we were talking about Laura Croft, Jill is one of mine. From not only what you were saying, but then Resident Evil Five, dude, just goddamn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and even even her her design in the fucking oh. Resident Evil Three remake, like bruh, yeah. like. Even that's fucking hot. Like, I want to kick myself in the ass, dude. I should have put Sheva on this list, man. Oh, Sheva. Fuck. All right, next week. <laughs> next week. <laughs> We're um, turning this into the Horny on Main podcast. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Um, I think that... I think Blood Rain can go. For sure. Uh, because a, personally, a I know that she's hot. I remember that she's hot, but I don't remember anything else about that game or her character. I don't remember anything other than her being extremely hot. I mean, she has this, like, you know, like, goth BDSM type vibe, and it it checks all the boxes for me. Um, I put her on the list because, did you know she was the first video game character to ever be featured in Playboy magazine? That sounds accurate. Yep. That's why I felt it. like she belonged in this list somewhere. It was also a movie. Correct. Yeah, a really bad fucking movie. <laughs> yep. Is the movie based on the game or vice versa? Uh, it's based know. on the game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's probably a pretty terrible movie. <laughs> All I remember bad. was fucking the PS2 game and always being like standing at attention. Just bricked. <laughs> just bricked. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh man. Okay, so here here's where I'm at. Okay. Tell us. <sighs> oh, I hate it, man. Josh. What about Aerith? No, not for me. Fuck, man! Like, I, I'll I'll give you Jill before I'll give you Aerith. My thing is that I'm so invested in a Jill too. God damn it! Okay, I don't feel like if if you're willing to sacrifice her. Well, uh, oh god damn it! Because I figured I would make it further, and Two B has to make it further. Yes, yeah, for sure. Here's here's my thing. Okay. The character of Aerith, like, design-wise, I think she's very attractive. Like, I think that Aerith is a, again, like, design-wise, I think she is a very attractive thing. But it gets sent over the top for me because of how awesome of a character she is. Right. Because, I mean, I've said this before, but, like, people like to paint her as, like, this, like, really, like, like angelic like very pure thing but like that's that's really not the case at all she's the one who says that they need to dress up as hookers and break into the don's house she's the one who's trying to find the sluttiest outfit for cloud like she's fucking cool and yeah every time i play final fantasy 7 and it gets to the the golden saucer thing i don't want to go on a date with anybody else i want to go on a fucking date with Aerith. Yeah, but okay, so, but I mean from a from a actually no, if we're gonna be here, why not knock out Tifa? 
I I know everyone oh, would lose man. their fucking minds because you know big titty fucking Final Fantasy girl, right? But, like, but I'm sorry, man. I think Aerith is more attractive than Tifa. Fuck. Input. I think Tifa's fuck. Dude, Tifa's so hot though. Like let's let's Bad. not fucking get it that twisted. Jack-O-Pose like statue. Tifa is fucking bad. Mm-hmm. Tifa is like up there with Laura Croft in terms of sex appeal, but yes. she's actually like fire too. Hundred percent, hundred percent. God, who did I call initially? Aerith. Okay. Uh, no, actually, I think that you had. A, or yeah, you did. You did say Aerith. I'm okay with letting Jill go. Okay. I'm okay with letting Jill go. That sucks. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> How about this? Why is this so goddamn hard? <laughs> I'll go with it. I'll, I'll let you cut Aerith, and then I'll cut Jill. Okay. We'll compromise. Oh, wow. So then just right back to me. Right back to you. But let's take a moment to... Let's eulogize. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Fuck, man. It says a lot, though, because it's not just, you know how great these people look it says a lot about someone like Aerith though because you're right like that's kind of like my Serana thing like her it was her character that sent her over the top for me mm-hmm. <sighs> for and sure fucking Jill is just always a badass dude Jill I is even such played. a fucking badass dude yeah I, I'll talk about it a little bit uh, when, when when we're getting into the games that we've been playing but I've, I've played a little bit of Resident Evil 3 remake again God damn, dude. Not only is that game fucking rad, but she's fucking awesome. Like... Yeah. But, mm. yeah, Austin, it's, it's your turn. What you got, homie? <sighs> Who Kill you it. knocking at at seven? Ah. Uh, Cut the pirate. Oh, that's actually who I was about to ask you for. Sick. All right, okay. Edward's out of here. Yeah. Edward, get your stupid ass out of here. Yeah, game game may have been a clusterfuck story wise in terms of like modern day and shit, but mm-hmm. like he is one of the coolest assassins to me, and I get that he wasn't really an assassin to like the fucking last percentage of the game, but he was. Oh, is he, he really seriously just a pirate like the entire? Time? Yeah, yeah. For, wow. He just stole an out uh, an assassin's outfit. He pretty he much does steal the it. assassin's outfit, but like towards the end of the game, you see it flesh out with the actual like brotherhood mm-hmm. more. Um, but fuck, man, he's just, it's one of the best stories in the Assassin's Creed universe to me too, because it's like that. And Josh, have you played it? Uh, no. Well, uh, sort of. Like I've played sort a little of. bit of it. Like, mm-hmm. all throughout the game, you are meeting these people who are just a part of this, you know, the Pirate Brotherhood, and it's like, they're friends of Edward and stuff like that. He loses literally goddamn all of them by the end of it, and the yeah. last, one of the last things you see is, like, him sitting somewhere, and, like, he's just, like, seeing ghosts of all of his friends that used to be there. It's, like, one of the saddest endings, truly, to me. There, mm-hmm. It truly really wasn't a happy ending, because he lost everyone. Um, Should have been it, sobbing back in the day. Yeah, it was truly one of the most emotional moments for gaming for me, and uh, with an Assassin's Creed game too, so it was pretty, pretty awesome. But I mean, just overall, like appearance-wise too, like he's a he's a handsome devil <laughs> with a lot of character. Like it's fucking good, man. He's he's a tasty treat. Tasty little little treat. Yep. 
All right. Well, that brings us back to, I think, you, right? It does. Oh, is it me? Yes, sir. How you feel about Aya? Uh, I think it's probably starting to get there. Um, what about Tifa? <laughs> God. Uh, what number are we at? So this will be number six. Yeah, she, Ooh, she'd Tifa's be, be right. She'd be right outside though. She's got to be top five. <laughs> uh, okay, hold on, hold well, on, hold on. Okay, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with T for going at six. Hang okay. on. Let let me look. Let me look at the uh, at the other at the other characters we've got here. All right, we've got Cami, we've got Tifa, we've got Seer, we've got Loba, we've got Aya, and we've got who else? Who's the last one? Is uh is that? Hang on. One, two, three, four, five. Oh, two B. Okay. Yeah, two B. Okay. Oh boy. Um oh, god damn. Loba is pretty fucking smoking. Yeah. Tell me about Seer. Ha, ha, Dude. What, what you... <laughs> I don't know, man. Like <laughs> like how <sighs> Like in the god ways damn, that like... he's ripped as fuck. He's not only ripped as fuck, but it's how he moves and how he talks, dude. It's like... Looks like a JoJo character. He does oh. look like a JoJo character. <laughs> but, dude, just everything about him is like the embodiment of like sex appeal. Mm-hmm. Um, fuck. He is... He. It's hard for me to put him... Okay, okay. Below the... Uh, how, how about... If it... Fuck. How about... Oh God! Um, if it meant getting Tifa in the top five, like I think I could go see her. I will go with. Or I'll let you take Aya. Are you sure? Yeah. Aya is <laughs> one of my first boner experiences. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh man, Aya is so fucking hot, dude. And it's like, again, it's it's p- part of a, a a thing with like her, Jill, and uh, Aerith, where I just think that they're really fucking awesome characters. Like, Aya's a fucking badass, but like she has all of this stuff going on that like adds depth to her character. And I just, I feel like the depth that is added on there, the character helps make her so sexy. But also, like, I, I mean, I put it in the in the Instagram post. Like, fucking Tetsuya Nomura's like drawings of Aya are so goddamn horny, dude. That dude <laughs> was like, he had to have been like just raging boner every day he was fucking drawing this chick like tits out everywhere fucking like really high cut dresses like the fucking design for her from uh the third birthday where she literally has like fucking like 
jeans that are basically non-existent because they're so fucking ripped. Like, I don't know, man. Uh, fucking eye is smoking hot. And I feel the same exact way about the, the character design for... Uh, I think her name was Melissa, the 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 girl who gets possessed and becomes Eve in Parasite Eve. Um, well, she doesn't get possessed. It's fucking weird ass story, but yeah, that fucking Aya's smoking goddamn hot. She really is, dude. But I'll 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 let her go at six. But okay. I, I'm doing this on the condition that. Tifa has to go at five. Okay. <laughs> what kind of fucking backdoor fucking bullshit you trying to pull? <laughs> <laughs> she made it to the top five. I'm happy. All right. Austin, is that is that cool? Is that are you okay yeah, with that pick? I'm fine with that. Okay, I made your pick for you. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Sorry. All right, let's talk about how fucking hot Tifa is for a second. God damn, Tifa's hot. Wouldn't Tifa have been your pick? Hmm? Yeah. Because they uh, mm. Oh, I, wait, I, I yeah, that's right. Yeah. That is right. Okay. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing here. Come on. I just host this show. <laughs> that's true. Uh, and when we start fucking going with this high, like it, it's harder to keep track because we are kind of like negotiating a step ahead of ourselves too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, speak on Tifa, Final Fantasy man. Oh God. Uh, I mean, I don't know what to say. T- Tifa like is to <laughs> titties. <laughs> <laughs> Not only is she like a really fucking awesome and striking character design, but uh, I mean, I, I fucking jizzed over how awesome Aerith's character is. Tifa's got a really fucking awesome character too. Like she's a total badass, but she's also like the sweetest fucking person. Mm-hmm. And I I feel like part of what makes Tifa really really hold in people's memory isn't just the fact that she has gigantic titties. I, I think that it is because she is a really fucking wonderful character. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't find her nearly as attractive as Aerith, but, you know, that's, I think, personal preference. Yeah. My first introduction to her was through Kingdom Hearts 2. I, I had never played Final Fantasy at that point, so that's when I really got to know her. And, yeah, just immediate immediate crush. <laughs> Austin's never played Final Fantasy, so he doesn't know. He doesn't know. Yeah, it might be mine technically also was Kingdom Hearts too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Very hard. Um, who is that? Oh, it's it's fucking Austin's turn. Um, It is Austin's. Go ahead, Poppy. Cool Poppy Bear. Mm. Mm. I don't know. This is hard. This This is is hard. Very hard. Because, like, I kind of want to say Loba. I, I think Seer goes before Seer. Loba. I think Seer does go. Okay, so Seer. That's fine. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I, I, the only, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to, like, take the thunder away. But, like, I see what you're saying about Seer for sure. And actually, you know what's funny? We were talking about WWE earlier. Google for me real quick, Dylan. Google... Uh, 
Tangerine Dream. Wait. Tangerine Dream is a band. Fuck. Yes, it is. I was so confused. What the fuck was his name? Oh, my God. Hang on. Uh, wrestler Tangerine. Fuck. What was his fucking name? Was he at SummerSlam? No, he was at, uh, he was at NXT for a while. The, I'm bringing this up because fucking Seer reminds me of him. Like it's, oh shit! Yeah, I'd like to see. Um. Velveteen Dream. Velveteen Dream. That's it. Yeah, there we go. Let's see. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> Yo, he's even Jack too. Yeah. yeah, I see what you're talking about. Holy shit, that's pretty fucking spot on in this one picture, dude. Yeah, I love that. Dude, okay. totally reminds so, me. So, I am confused because if Austin cuts Seer here, mm-hmm. that would be number four, mm-hmm. right? That should leave us with Cammy, Loba, and 2B. Cammy. I did not fucking see Cammy. Mm-hmm. Ah, shit. Okay. No. That's the hardest top three, dude. That is the yeah. hardest top three. <laughs> but but we gotta fucking do it. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, okay. <sighs> See, at this point, it's when I'm like, I, I have to get desperate. I'm like, all right, now let me think of the cosplays that come with this. And then when I think of the cosplays, yeah. I'm like, they're all fucking great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's, there's <laughs> I don't like it, dude. Cosplay. They just don't exist. <laughs> God damn it, dude. So just so I'm clear, we are we are thinking Seer at four, right? Yes. Seer at four, for sure. And then that leaves the most terrible top three. Yeah, I don't know how we do this, to, if I'm being totally honest with you. I have no idea how the fuck we're supposed to figure this shit out. I feel like Loba's definitely three. I feel like you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm, after this topic, I'm going to. <laughs> You're absolutely damn right. <laughs> uh, dude, I can't let Loba go at three, man. Like... We can like Cammy. She is the epitome. She's sex appeal, mm-hmm. like through and through, and her like even her back. She's a badass on top of all of that. Yeah, it has one of the most rad uh, ults in all of Apex Legends. She is like a thief. She opens up a little shop, and she can pull all fucking loot right to her, like yeah. within a certain radius. She is sick as fuck. Cool. And she is so she is so attractive and like I know like different skins that she have that just completely embolden that too. I cannot let her go at three, man. But that's what sucks because I do not want Cammy to go or two B to go at three. Yeah. Like that sucks, dude. Dude. I need I need I need input, Josh. Sh- uh, Loba's fucking thick as fuck too. Yes. Fuck. Uh God damn, dude! I don't know. This is this is the toughest one that we've had, I think by far. Yeah, yeah. I um, 
because not only is Loba thick as fuck, but I mean, have you seen Cammy? Yeah, like, he is too. Like, like, have you seen Cammy? Uh, and then 2B, when you were saying what you were saying about Loba, I think 2B is the literal representation of sex appeal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, and like that's when why I, I like. When I think sexy, I think 2B. It hurts so bad, dude. Because I think, like, if I had... Oh, it hurt. Like, I think my top three from three to one would go Cami Loba, 2B. With 2B being number one. I think my top three would go Loba, Cami, 2B. And in that case, and if that's what you think, then I think Austin overrides me, too, because I think he'd put Loba at three, then... I think that's that. That's the way it goes. Yeah. Loba is definitely, oh, fuck man. But I, I, it's very close between Cami mm-hmm. and Loba, like very close. Mm-hmm. So we're agreeing two B is number one. I I think so. I think so. Okay. I, th- I think two t- B has to be like. It's sex appeal. Like I, when like, I saw her on the list, I'm like, she wins. <laughs> <laughs> Every list um, that I looked up in reference to this one, she is at least in the top three. Right. Yeah. I'll say I've never fucking played uh, Nier Automata. Like, I've never played it. Great. I know who she is, though. Mm-hmm. I, I think that actually speaks to her Yep. Her, her sex appeal. Yep. It transcends fucking... <laughs> I've never played the game, but I goddamn know who she is. <laughs> um, fuck, man. I really do think Loba should at least be two, but I get it. Cami is... My Amazing. Uh, my only my only thing about Cami beating out Loba, I if I if I'm being honest here, is I genuinely think that the character design for Cami is fucking rad. Not not to say that the character design for Loba isn't because like the the fucking the white with like the streaks of red, for I mean I, I think that's cool. T- I really think that's a fucking great character design, but like. Maybe it's nostalgia, but I just, I love the fact, this is going to sound so fucking crazy, but I love the fact that Cammy is like this high-ranking military, like, official or whatever, and she's just walking around in a fucking bikini. What <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what the fuck is that? And it's just, it's just very striking for me. That mm-hmm. It's very hard to to vote between the two of them though like uh i'll i'll go i'll i'll go loba three and then two b is being the winner that's that's good okay are are we are we sure i'm fine for it (laughs) i know you are (laughs) (laughs) listen i wanted cammy to win but my only my only thing about I mean honestly really with anybody on this list is I, I it's what we said about to be literally like yeah you never have had to have played near automata to know that character yeah for sure all right well I I'm sorry Dylan for for your okay. for your loss. That sucks, dude, because, man, she is so fine. Loba is <laughs> fine. 
What an I awesome sent two listener. skins in the uh, in the podcast room text chat. I sent two skins that I fucking adore from her. Uh, <sighs> we're all gonna fucking get caught. Nope. Um, <laughs> get caught. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So from the top, counting all the way down, our sexiest video game characters of all time go: Nathan Drake from the Uncharted series, Edelgard from Fire Emblem Three Houses. Arthur Morgan, Red Dead Redemption 2. Liara Tassoni from the Mass Effect series. Camilla, Fire Emblem Fates. Pyra slash Mithra from Xenoblade Chronicles. I put three, I meant to put two. Uh, Serana from The Elder Scrolls V Skyrim at 14. Number 13 is Laura Croft from Tomb Raider, the whole series of games. Number 12, we have Firekeeper from Dark Souls 3. Number 11 is Sai Nejima from Persona 5. Number 10 is Blood Rain from the Blood Rain series of games. Uh, number 9, Aerith Gainsborough from Final Fantasy 7. Number 8, Jill Valentine, Resident Evil, or the Resident Evil series. Number 7, Edward Kenway, Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag. Number 6, Aya Brea from Paris, the Parasite Eve series. Number five is Tifa Lockhart from Final Fantasy VII. Number four is Seer from Apex Legends. Number three is Loba from Apex Legends. Number two is Cammy from the Street Fighter series. And our sexiest video game character of all time is 2B from Near Automata. That's a good list, dude. That, that, that is, is a solid. honestly a very good list. Um, I had many more characters to put on this list. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm telling you, I could I could do this for another solid like four weeks straight. <laughs> <laughs> That's without struggling. After the four week mark, I'd have to th- actually think about it a little more. Mm. I wonder if we could do something like if if we did return to this topic, I wonder if we could do something where we like uh, maybe have like a winner winners winners battle royale we like right. have like yeah. like the i don't know like the top five from each of the four whatever to determine who That's is so the hard. fucking sexiest we gotta do it now we we gotta oh. do it now maybe once maybe once a month <laughs> till the like we'll have the patreon voted topic we'll have this as just a reoccurring every month topic oh <laughs> <laughs> uh. I think this has probably been the hardest top three. For yeah, sure. I think yeah, so. 100%. I think so. I, I don't know. Game what... of the year discussion last year went easier than this did. I think so too. <laughs> That's true. To be yeah. fucking honest. And and the the one that uh, that Dylan's still mad about with Kirby beating out Kratos. No, um... you fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan, All I'm right. surprised you didn't put Cynthia on list i highly expected that when i tell you austin that i i could i literally wrote down 20 characters yeah i I had a short list of probably like fucking 20 or 30 myself yes yeah i just had the six because i only do all that's expected of me so (laughs) (laughs) i just like there's ones on here it's like i don't want to say them now because it's going to give away the future but like there is some from hades that i didn't mention there's oh some from the witcher man dude yeah like oh, pokemon too oh only the adults yeah fucking yep. yennefer y- you already and, know. and trish and yeah. and or triss is it triss 
Even Siri. Uh, like, yeah, even Siri. Uh, Trish and, and, Lady and fucking from Devil May Cry. I wanted yep. to put on here really bad. Uh, yeah, trust me. We'll have to return to this one for <laughs> yeah, sure. Fucking put Dante uh, and Nero from Devil May Cry on it. Yep. Dude, Some good looking uh, motherfuckers. Fucking. Man, you said Hades, and I was like immediately like fucking. Meg. I don't know. Meg, fucking yep. Aphrodite, fucking. Yep. I, I even think Nyx is attractive. Yep. yep. Ar- Artemis. Ar- Ar- Hades. Fucking. Yeah, Zagreus yeah, is like hella daddy. Fuck, man, this yep. game is full of fucking. <laughs> That's why I'm horny every time I play Hades. <laughs> <laughs> it really helps that I think the uh, the character profiles or whatever, like the little uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, talking heads are all really fucking. Not only are they For really well sure. designed, but like they're really fucking well drawn and colored, like. Yeah, the art style in that and, game goes hard. Oh, Listen, and so the voice hard. actors behind them? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Incredible. Yeah. Meg specifically. I've, yeah, oh, yeah, I fucking love Meg's voice actress. All right. We get we got to move on. <laughs> we could do yep. this all fucking night. We absolutely could. No um, more No more horny. Bonk. Uh, you're Please. Getting Please. Episode uh, title. No, no more, more horny. horny. <laughs> we got it all out. All right, uh, let's talk about what we have been playing. Um, we will go with me first, I guess. Fuck you. Uh, I played and beat Stray. Hell yeah. What a good game. <laughs> Cat yep. stuff. I was like, I'm <laughs> really wondering how much you're going to say before the spoiler cast. <laughs> um, I, don't, I, I genuinely don't want to say too much. Um, because we, we will do the spoiler cast, but like, not only is this game like incredibly cute because you're playing as a cat, but like there is way more depth to the writing in this game than I probably would have expected on my first like look. Like when I, when I first saw the, the trailer for this, I was like, oh cool, cute cat game where you're playing in the post-apocalypse. That'll be a fun little thing. I did not expect the story to kind of, like, lead me to the places that it led me. Um, It really, really hit me in the end um, with the kind of, like, themes that it was going with and the sort of emotions that it brought out in me. And, um, yeah... I I really like this game. I I like everything about it from like the art direction, from from the music, how it plays. Like mm-hmm. I I I think Stray won't beat out Elden Ring, but it is a it's a close contender. It, it's it's a very very top tier contender. It's it's in my top five right now. Just kind of mulling around everything that I played this year. It is it's sitting handily in my top five mm-hmm. how long did it take you to beat it um i think it took me about six hours but okay i also was kind of like getting lost uh i if i had a level like one complaint at the game i i kind of feel like it's it's small but dense and yeah. some of the some of the stuff kind of like starts to look the same uh so it, it kind of at 
at one point in particular, I think relatively early on, I I got to a point where I was like, I don't know where I'm supposed to be going. Is that when you're like jumping between the rooftops? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. I haven't played past that because it pissed me off. And I was like, okay, I'll come back later. Yeah. That... So now that I know you've beaten it, though, like I'm going to, I can hightail it because I was waiting for everyone to have it. Like I didn't know if we would all get it on release or not. So if you've beaten it, I can knock it out here pretty quickly. Yeah, I've yeah, beaten it. Austin has played the first, what, two hours, three hours? Uh, well, about... probably two. Yeah, somewhere around there. I've played for about an hour, so it shouldn't be. It's like a day of, you know, just playing, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. We'll we'll definitely talk a lot more about it. I'm excited to do that um, much more than the Legends Arceus and the Star Wars one. You're telling me. <laughs> this is actually um, a fun game. But yeah, uh, I'll I'll have much more to say when it comes to the um, uh, spoiler cast. But mm-hmm. very good game. Um, Fuck yeah. I liked it a lot. Austin, uh, you, yes. you you played Digimon Survive. I have played and finished actually, Digimon Survive. Y- before we do this, actually, since mine was relatively quick, you go ahead and give us your Xenoblade 3 first thoughts. Okay, cool. That's going to be long. That's a good call. Um, <laughs> yeah, Xenoblade 3. Um, this is like the most average jrpg i've ever played like i don't i don't hate it i don't particularly like it i'm not like so i maybe it's because i don't quite understand the overall xeno series lore like i i didn't play any of the xeno gear games i didn't play fucking whatever the Xenoblade X on the Wii U that for some reason everybody thinks is like the greatest godsend that's ever come from that franchise. I've never played any of those. I've only played, I've finished two, started three, and I've played like maybe the first ten hours of one. Um, or of Chronicles. Um, and I just, I, why did this look, why does this game look worse than the second? I, that's the thing that's really fucking getting me the most with it. Xenoblade 2 came out in 2017, maybe 20, early 2018, but like this was within like the first year or so of the Switch's life cycle. How did you do a worse job? <laughs> I, I like, uh, I think this game would be really pretty if character models just didn't exist in it. I don't know what about these character models I think is just absolutely so atrocious in 3. Like, the hair... The, like, the hair looks like fucking Play-Doh. Like, there's no texture to it. There's, like... Their whole... the Their fucking anim, moving animations are bad, dude. Like, in cutscenes, they'll go to, like, run somewhere. And, like, they move, but, like, their actual body hasn't started to move yet. And then they'll be going two feet away and just bolt into a full sprint. And I'm like, this is, like, it's so jarring to fucking look at. Um, The story is essentially uh, two giant nations are at constant war with each other. And basically all of their people fight these wars for them. And all of their people are artificially made humans that only live for ten years. Um, Because at the end of their ten year life cycle, they have what's called a... uh, 
uh, fuck, what's it? like a homecoming celebration where they're essentially killed by their government in public. Jesus. Um, it's not, like, gruesome. They just, like, turn into gold dust and, like, fade away to the wind at, like, a song on a flute for some fucking reason. <laughs> um, but... So essentially you have your six characters and they, three members from one nation, three members from the other. They happen to run into each other on the battlefield, try to kill each other. Mysterious man shows up, says, hey, everything you think you know in your life is not what it actually is. There are bigger things going behind the scenes. And they're like, oh shit, yeah, we never fucking thought about that. Maybe we should listen to this guy. A giant monster shows up, wrecks that dude. They wreck the giant monster. Uh, there's like a fucking mech suit element for some reason like two people fuse together and become this giant like monstrosity of a mech suit that really doesn't look that great um i think even it's super fucking jarring to look at um the and so like just i don't know maybe i'll be more interested as i get further in the game i'm only i think i'm like six six or seven hours in and again it's like I don't hate it, but I don't particularly like it either. Which okay, sucks. so burning question. Uh-huh. Burning question. This experience with Xenoblade Chronicles 3, is it better or worse than what you went through with Shin Megami 3? You mean 5? Is it 5? Yeah. Oh yeah, it was 5. Yeah, it was, it was the, 5. Okay, yeah. Which look. one? Um which one is better? I think Xenoblade 3 is kind of worse, honestly, cuz at least fucking I mean Shin Megami Tensei Five look good in some places. Xenoblade Three just doesn't look good at any spot that I've found so fucking far. Um, and like, even the animations of the world around them. Like, there's a cutscene of them like talking at a campfire, and the camera like kind of pans up to the sky to show that they're talking for so long they lost track of time. Uh, fucking stupid anime cliche moments. And like, instead of the sun slowly setting into like an evening sunset and then like a nighttime with a moon no it is like instantly it flips from one to the other and it's just so ugly to look at and i'm like why like who made these design choices um i think the character designs are really cool so i mean same thing with xenoblade 2 i think the character designs are really fucking rad and i think that maybe two of the six of them are actually interesting and the rest are just as tropey and generic as they could possibly fucking be. Um, God, I feel like I'm shitting all over this game. <laughs> but it's... I don't know. I'm going to keep playing it because I really like 2. Um, even though 2 did also look like shit at some points throughout the game. But I'm going to keep playing it. I, I said... I told myself I'm going to finish it. So I'm going to sit down and fucking finish it. But I, I, I don't think I'm going to enjoy it very much. That's crazy, cause yeah, you shit on uh, Shin Megami Five <laughs> pretty pretty hard. So that was just a deep hurt for me. <laughs> I mean, not really, cause I had just gotten into the franchise like last year, so it wasn't. I I wasn't one of these guys that are were like, cause Shin Megami Tensei Five was announced like right along with the fucking Switch. Like that was meant to be a borderline like launch year title for the Switch, and it just didn't happen. Um, so it's like, I would hate to have been, you know, a hardcore SMT, SMT guy and wait that long for the game to be terrible, but yeah, I don't know. It's just, it, it's not like, I'm sure that Xenoblade three is for somebody. I just feel like it's not for me. Which is why you've 
decided to replay Survive, right? Hmm? Did you say yes? I mean, I'm probably, yeah. Honestly. If I'm being real with you, that's probably exactly what's going to happen. I feel like that's all you've just been doing. I'm shocked you haven't. i got to do my new Game Plus run. Yeah. <laughs> and then a new Game Plus Plus. Yeah, dude. Um, I mean, I 100% at Cyber Sleuth pretty hard, so I feel kind of obligated to 100% survive, too. <sighs> Not even gonna lie, and I'll, I mean, I guess you can talk about it in a second, but it's like you got me wanting to play Survive, and uh, it's, even go back and play Cyber Sleuth because I never did that either. It's like mm-hmm. I don't know how you you sold me on it. If you at all like the way Persona Five plays, you'll like Cyber Sleuth because it's the exact same. Then yeah, just I with mean, a Digimon skin. And you said there's like four hundred something in there. Yeah, there's like almost 500 total. I, I didn't think. even know that was a thing, dude. Dude, there's like fuck. There's more Digimon than there are Pokemon. That is so wild to 100%. me. 100. percent Honestly, yeah. I would be willing to say at least double. There's close to 2,000 Digimon. Yeah, so that makes sense. Holy shit! Jesus! What the fucking hell, man? Digimon doesn't. I might lie. get into it, dude, because I thought it was just you know. Because the only ones I ever see are, like, fucking Greymon and shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's because those are the only ones they ever fucking show. Those are, it's right. like, like, you know. It's, it's the Charizard. Yeah, it's Digimon's Charizard. They have to. <laughs> but go ahead, talk about Cyberpunk. I'm excited to hear that. Kind of. Yeah, I'm why, actually excited to hear about this as well. So H- have you changed I your got... tune at all? Um... So, <laughs> I got this because, first off, it was like like birthday to myself gift. So, I was like, hey, what do I want? And it was actually on sale, and I kept saying that I wanted to go and replay it. So, I was like, fuck it, I'll get it. Um, so, I'm playing it on the PS5 this time, and I'm playing it in performance mode. So, I, I just... I want to see it in 60 frames. I don't want to see it anything else. Like I switched between the two and I really don't see that big of a loss in quality at all. Like if I like sit still, I can pick up smaller details, but it still looks absolutely phenomenal in performance. Um, still playing on 4k and all that. Um, it, it looks fantastic. And I'll say for the most part, it runs a lot better than I thought it would like in performance mode the only time i 90% of the time i'm running at a consistent frame rate and then the only time it truly drops is in like situations that i'm in a really densely populated area and then the frame rate will tank a little but overall performance is great on the ps5 so i'm very happy with that it looks wonderful um so jumping back into it now i've played the first i will say 7 hours of it so Keeping in mind that I did a few side quests here and there, that really only covers the part to get you to the screen where it's a Cyberpunk 2077. Um, that It's a really, really long intro. And I got through that. I'll tell you, that's probably my most favorite part of the game. Like, I love the relationship with Jackie. I love the characters that you meet. Um, it kind of sets up for this grand story. And I'll say the story is where it really thrived my first playthrough. So... That I'm not worried about. So I just got to the point where I can truly explore Night City. And that's where the game kind of fell off for me last time. Like, I felt like it was really lackluster and hollow. Um, 
I'll say that this time it's like, I think because I had such low expectations going back into this playthrough in terms of what I could do and what to expect, I feel like I'm having a better time with it now that I didn't go in with, you know, these delusions, I guess we should say, like, I, I, I don't think that, you know, the game is some masterpiece that's about to hit hit my hands but now that I'm going into it with tempered expectations it's like I'm having a little bit of a better time um, I haven't really discovered a lot that I hadn't done already I know they've added a lot to the game and I'm sure I'll get there um, like I said I've played seven to eight hours so this is still very new and fresh to me and I'm just kind of doing this in my off time like I'm still playing Halo Infinite as well and a new season of Apex just started um, started yesterday actually so I'm about to dive back into that too um, but I'm enjoying it man like it's it's a lot better now with this kind of grounded expectation going into it so thoroughly enjoying it I'm curious to see what more they've added whether it be like side quests and stuff because that's where like I said it really fell short last time so hopefully next week like I'm like I said I'm vibing with it like it's I'm not having a bad time at all like I actually look forward to sitting down and playing it so I'm sure next week hopefully I'll have a little bit more um but definitely better this time around fuck you nice yeah it's uh on my list to eventually get to before I die we'll see if that ever happens (laughs) one day right I mean it's dude I fucking love it the fact that We've done this throughout the whole entire episode, so why not a little more now? The fact that I can actually customize my penis is fucking amazing. <laughs> like, truly. I was sitting there and I was doing it, and I'm fucking... I've already chosen. Like, of course I want to have a big penis. So then I'm just sitting there in the character creator, and I'm, like, wiggling the character, like, spinning it back and <laughs> forth so it doesn't really do the helicopter, but it's just kind of wiggling. And then Sabrina's watching it, and she was looking like, through the, the options. She doing? was like... Well, she 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 didn't question that because that's just in my nature. Like I do that in person. She knows what to expect. Um, she knows what to expect. But then she's looking through the options and she sees that I have it selected on big. And then she's like, "Wait, there's another option." And I was like, "Yeah." And then I selected through it and it was small. She's like, "Who the fuck would choose small?" <laughs> Maybe they're going for realism, man. I was like, "That's my first thought too." It's like, why shit didn't even process to her? I was like, "Maybe they're trying to like, you know, like." what's the word like get immersed in it like you know, maybe they don't have the biggest stick but her first thought was like why I mean, that's <laughs> oh why God. i think it <laughs> i mean to be fair even their big option really is not that big no really no so, there should yeah. be like an extra large that one i wish like just for the sheer hilarity of it have it just hanging down option. your fucking it just knees says right like if you're wearing some biker shorts legit have it hanging out <laughs> <laughs> That's immersion. <laughs> the tips just like rubbing the knee and you walk. <laughs> like dragging it uh, on the ground. Right. No. It's fucking great penis simulator. <laughs> oh my God. Simulator. Can't you have both? Isn't that an option? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. There is not any real customizable options with the vagina, unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, like I got, I selected really it and I'm like, I can't select whether I'm an innie or an Audi. Like, I can't. Oh, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. What did you just say? <laughs> he said, <laughs> I can't do. No, no, you're going to. He I said an innie or an Audi. 
How does that apply to a vagina? Oh my god, this is Austin. You have so much to learn, child. <laughs> I'm willing to learn now. I got a pen and paper right here, dog. I can take notes. I can't do this. <laughs> All right, you got to talk about your game. I've been playing Resident Evil Two. Well, look um, it up. I uh, I mean I touched on it. I I, I kind of uh, I've been playing Resident Evil Three also, um, but. Uh, Resident Evil 2 I have a very soft spot for that game uh, 2 and 3 on the original Playstation are some of my favorite games ever um, I really fucking love those games um, especially 3 uh, I think 2 is ultimately the better game but 3 I have very fond memories of um, but I decided to kind of start taking the the challenge. I don't want to say more seriously because I've just you know I've been busy and whatnot. But I, I decided that I needed to kind of like kick it in gear or whatever. So I was like, well, my survival horror game. I have Resident Evil Two already on my on already purchased on my PlayStation. Um, maybe it's time to to revisit that. And it's a separate platinum or it's a separate trophy list from the PS4. So. Yeah, fuck it. Why not? So, I started replaying it. And uh, I personally didn't notice much of a difference between the the PS4 version and what I was playing on this PS5 version. Um, Maybe I'm crazy, but, you know, whatever. This game fucking rules. Um... Honestly, the only reason it's not my game of the year for 2019 is because Control came out and Control fucking... Control's a masterpiece. Control is like... I don't know. Maybe the game of the decade from 2010 to, to 2019. I That game fucking rules. Resident Evil 2 is almost just as good. Like, it's, it's right there, dude. Like, everything that I remembered playing Resident Evil 2 back in the day on the PlayStation is exactly how I felt about playing this. I, I know uh, we, we've talked about this with Spyro and um, something else. I don't remember. Relatively recently, we talk, we, I said this. But it, it, it plays and looks exactly how I remember the one from the PS1 playing. And the thing is, it's not, though. Like, they updated every fucking thing. The puzzles are not nearly as fucking insane as, or uh, obtuse as the ones from the PS1. The, The layout of the police station, and even the, the sewers, to an extent, makes sense as opposed to kind of how it did in the original you've got really helpful things in this that like are just gigantic quality of life improvements like the whole third person over the shoulder angle as opposed to the fucking tank controls with the set camera angles like and i and i liked that stuff like i i'm i don't know if i'm a defender of tank controls or anything like that but like I think having those things adds to the tension. Um, 
And, like, Resident Evil really, I feel like, lost its way with 4. And I know people fucking love that game. I know. I fucking know. But Resident Evil 4 is the exact inflection point where Resident Evil stopped being Resident Evil for me. I still like 4. I still like 5. But those games are not survival horror games. They are action games. And, like... 1, 2, and 3 have a very specific tenor that they set. And they're very uh, deliberate with how they're paced and everything. And this, to me, marries some of the good parts of 4, 5, and uh, to a lesser lesser extent, 6, with the action-oriented stuff. And puts it in the same framework of what made 1, 2, and 3 special back in the day. There's very limited ammo. There is fucking... The zombies won't necessarily stay dead. And not only that, but it takes like multiple... Even on the lowest difficulty level, it takes nearly a full clip of headshots to down a zombie. And even then, they may not still be dead. And... That entire thing just adds to this atmosphere of, like, I could die at any second. And I I don't know, man. I, like, everything about it fucking works. The, like, the level design is, is better than it was in the original. And it's just a really, actually, really well thought out design. Because they they state in some of the, uh, the reading materials or whatever, it's like, it's... Uh, a police station that was converted from an old museum. So, like, the way that things are laid out kind of makes sense. They have these buildings. They have, like, a gigantic lobby that's kind of like, oh, look, you're at the police station. But then over here is, like, where you check in. Oh, and over here is kind of, like, the pit where everybody works. And, oh, and up here is, you know, it's, like, all of this stuff that makes sense. Like, they they really kind of, like, thought it through there. Like, oh... If we actually took a police station that was a, or like if we actually converted a museum into a police station, this is how it would look like. Some of it, like, doesn't quite, like, some of the stuff is hard to suspend your disbelief on. Like, why the fuck would there be a secret entrance into this place that takes you down into, like, a little subsection that's tied to a laboratory. And it's like, like, uh, that kind of doesn't fucking make sense, but whatever. It's fucking Resident Evil. It's supposed to be goofy. Like, there's one scene in particular in, in this game that, like, I was re-watching it and I was thinking to myself, this is, this is the dumbest fucking shit. <laughs> and it's the scene where Leon goes to meet, uh, Claire out in um like this little uh how how would i describe it this little um i I don't know like side garden area thing i don't know and like all of these zombies are rising up around them and stuff and like they're having this little conversation and while the zombies are like walking towards them and she's like we should both get out of this together and like (laughs) I'm like, come on, dude, run! What are you fucking doing? 
but like in again in, in the context of what's going on like it it's goofy it's supposed to be goofy and so like it, it makes sense to an extent um but i don't know this game is this game is one of my favorite games of all time it's one of my favorites of the last decade i fucking love resident evil 2 uh both the original and this remake but speaking specifically about this remake i i think that this game is just fucking top tier man and if you haven't played it yet i really fucking think that you should it's fucking excellent it's i i think it's the pinnacle of the of the resident evil franchise personally um i love three i love seven and eight i i uh, again i'd love those older games i think resident evil 2 remake is the best resident evil game mm. hell yeah it's still on my list to play just like three like that's I'm, i have a whole list created final fantasy seven uh actually in your automata was on there too like the two resident evils are on there so super excited to play them. but i do have a question like playing through it and beating it again like is it how do you feel about someone like Cobb actually doing a no head on it uh i think it's totally possible um oh he's already done it oh okay okay uh yeah it's just fucking wild it's yeah watch. i think it's totally possible it would be incredibly hard for me to do I, I i don't know how i would ever possibly fucking do it um yeah but yeah that, i mean that sounds fucking rad i i would Dude, love to watch that i recommend that to you i'm sure it's up on his fucking uh youtube channel but it's super fun man like the whole thing it's just as precise as any other souls run that he would normally do it's it's wild and he's hilarious while doing it too I'm going to have to check this out. I'm going to put that on my watch list. Yeah. Well, uh... Stefan. Oh, yeah, it's Austin. Yes, sir. We got the last game. Tell us about Digimon Survive. All right. So, usually when a game goes through the kind of development problems that this game apparently had, uh, they don't always come out super great. They... And that was my expectation for Digimon Survive. Of course, I wanted it to be good, and I was still excited for it. But I was like, man, like, mm, I feel like I'm spending 60 bucks and just going to be disappointed. And I am so fucking thankful that I was wrong. Um, if the entire Digimon franchise uh, rebooted itself in the way that this game did... Uh, I would not be opposed to that. Um, out of every season of the anime or manga or video games that I've played, like, this this is the greatest Digimon... Like, this is the greatest story that I think Digimon has ever fucking told. Um, it's very, very early on. It feels... At first, you get kind of a feeling of familiarity because... It's essentially the same starting story as Adventure. Um, eight kids who don't really know each other all that well end up at a summer camp at the same time and get transported off to another whole other world with bloodthirsty creatures. Well, in the original Adventure, these creatures were a lot nicer. <laughs> um, and... The word Digimon is 
only used one single time in this entire game, and it's on the title screen. That's it. It is oh, never shit. used again throughout the entire story. Uh, instead, the monsters are referred to as uh, Kinogami, which are essentially deity, like ancient deity spirits. Um, and so these kids get transported and, and they meet all these crazy looking monsters and they're like, no, like, you know, we've been waiting for you. We're here to help you. And they're like, well, what's going on? Like, we don't understand. And they're, t they're like, shit, dog, we don't either. We just know we're here. We just know who you are and we're supposed to be a part of you. Um, and that's kind of where the lead developer did an interview a little while ago and he started kind of talking about how different this game was going to be. And I think a lot of fans who were anticipating this game didn't really fully understand what he was trying to say. Uh, but after playing the game, I do. Like, this isn't, this isn't, like, uh, it's not in the same sense as Adventure where it's like, oh, uh, a, a test of friendship and, and love and, like, all these other emotions. No, this is fucking survival. Like, these kids are being hunted. And, like, they're fighting for their absolute fucking lives in this world. And it's it's such a drastic turn that Digimon has ever fucking taken. Um, I knew that with a title like Survive and the darker themes that were coming, I knew characters were... they. I mean, it, it's, it, it was a visual novel. They expressed very early on that... The choices you made throughout your story are ultimately going to affect who's around at the end of the story. I didn't expect it to affect it that much. I didn't expect four of the eight kids in my playthrough to fucking die. Like, I, <laughs> I didn't expect over half the squad to get fucking murdered. And it's not even like... <sighs> Like, when, when I think of Digimon and I think of, like, death and stuff, like, I think of, like, how hard, uh, 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 fuck, who was the broadcaster for Digimon back in the day? I think it was Kids WB. Yeah, Like, I was. think about how hard and merciless this show was censored to, to, like, the point of any form of death was, like, not even remotely talked about on American television. But then I just watched it, I just watched a Digimon pick this kid up and eat him alive. Like, what the fuck is going on in this world? Um, I felt like at first all of the characters... You're you're very slowly introduced to the characters. Like, you don't just start out and it's the whole squad. It's just you, a kid named uh, Minoru, and a girl named Ai. And it's just the three of y'all. And you're wandering around this world and you're like, Okay, we know that more of us got sent here because we saw them come in. So we have to try to find them. And they they went about the entire relation of Digimon with their partners in a completely different way than has ever been done before. This game describes these these monsters as uh, they call them Kinogami and they're described as the other half of you. So like each child's fated partner is essentially like the other piece of their soul and they've just always been here. They've been waiting for them. They were waiting for them to be born and brought to this world so they could meet them. Um, there's there's a whole big plot about fucking 
the worlds are crumbling and starting to fuse together and by when these kids entered this world they're being hunted as sacrifices by a group of digimon just because they think sacrificing these children is going to save their world uh they think these children are plagues and don't belong in their world anymore when the full truth ends up being that in ancient times the two worlds were together but then they split and because of the split the kinogami world suffered while the human world was able to prosper and they didn't feel like that was fair they felt like humans had turned their back on them and outcasted them and betrayed them so then when they found humans popping up they're like fuck we're gonna give these back to the fucking deity and he's gonna fix all this shit he's gonna get us the fuck out of here that's not what happens it ends up going really south really quickly um and when I was meeting these characters for the first time, I was like, uh, like some of these characters feel kind of tropey. Like, I feel like I've, I've met all of these kids before, but then like you get to know them and you get to build your relationships between them. Very similar to, uh, like in vain to persona, um, the choices, like when they ask you specific questions in the heat, like if you, they're in a heated fight and they ask you a specific question, your your answer has the ability to cheer them up or freak them out even more. Um, and once, the, once they start to realize the power these creatures have and that they can evolve and grow stronger and, and get bigger and look cooler, they realize that they're doing that because of them. Like, they want to protect them. And the game describes their method of evolution as it's the feelings of their partner kind of flowing into them and giving them the strength to do what they're doing but it can also have the opposite effect uh there's a character that you meet who joins the group about about chapter four or five named shuji and he's terrified of this world uh they've already watched one friend die they've already watched somebody that came in an adult that they encountered in the world fucking die like he's terrified of these creatures and he's got one trying to tell him that like hey we're supposed to be friends like we're we're partners and he's like no like you're a disgusting piece of shit get away from me like i'm scared of you um they get into a confrontation that they aren't able to win and he's just screaming at at at, at his partner and he's just like why are you so useless like you're you're, you have you've done nothing but hold me back and drag me down behind everybody he starts punching him kicking him and like throwing him up against the wall and then you start to notice a change and just like how positive feelings had you know a good effect through evolution negative feelings can also do the same thing but not not in the outcome that you want and his partner ends up digivolving and literally picking him up holding his mouth open and eating this fucking kid alive like this is supposed to be his other half this is it it, it was fucking crazy i don't know how else to describe what i'm trying to say because i feel like i'm I, there's so many thoughts in my brain that i'm just not picking out the proper words um but this game was really phenomenal dude like I know that when we do our game of the year discussion, I don't expect it to go very high because I know this is a very niche game and it's probably more for me, but like this beat Elden Ring for me. This is my game of the year so far. This this is such a wonderful gripping borderline fucking horror story and it's 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 so fucking wonderful and it brought me to tears way more times than I even want to begin to describe um there's one sequence with another character named rio who gets caught up and 
right as he's about to die, he starts to see his mom, who had previously died of a terminal illness in the hospital before he came to this world. And it talks about how he wasn't able to get to the hospital to see her in time, and he didn't get a chance to say goodbye. And right as he's dying in this world, he's seeing his mom, and his his mom is telling him, like, it, it's okay, like, we're we're gonna be together after this you don't have to worry anymore and the kid just fucking dies and i just i literally turned my switch off and i was just sobbing for a, a good 20 minutes i don't know why that hit me the way that it did but it hit me like a fucking train and i damn sure did not expect a digimon game to fucking do that that's kind of dark man like that's some persona 5 shit that I did not expect from a Digimon game. Yeah. Persona 5 got super dark. So definitely worth the 60 bucks. Oh, for sure. Um, before we move on, there is one big thing I really want to say because it's... I don't know what the term is. I don't know if it pissed me off. I don't know if it just really bummed me out. I, But this game has been kind of dragged through the mud very fucking unfairly. Um by content creators and um, smaller time game reviewers who are like, oh, well, uh, Bandai Namco didn't do a very good job at explaining that this was a visual novel. Like, I watched one of my favorite content creators talk about it and just be like, you know, I didn't think I was paying $60 for a fucking book. Um, I didn't know this was going to be a visual novel. Like, this isn't the Digimon game that I fucking wanted out of the franchise. If you went if you went to a game store and you paid $60 for this game and you did not know it was a fucking visual novel despite claiming to have been excited for it the whole time of its development you're you, you're obviously a fucking idiot because that doesn't make any sense at all. I don't know how you yeah. watched any of those fucking trailers where it was very obviously described as a visual novel and be like, "Damn, I didn't expect it to be a visual novel." And so now no, people very have taken clearly to is yeah like every single trailer has very clearly at least to me shown that it's a fucking visual novel and so many content creators got their hands on the game and they were like we just didn't expect it to be like this they didn't do a good job at explaining what the game was and i'm like they word for word like the one of the last and i get it not everybody who's excited for a game reads all of the developer interviews and, and all the IGN articles and stuff like that. I get that. Not everybody reads that. You don't have to read those to have seen a trailer for this game and immediately know it was a fucking visual novel. Like that, especially when they've word for word said it numerous times. Um, back in February, when they first started talking about the game again and saying that it went through a, a, a new kind of development phase, they word for word said it was a 70-30 split between a visual novel and and a strategic RPG. So, I don't know how here we are at the end of at the beginning of August after the game's come out and you're still going to sit here and claim that Bandai didn't do a good enough job of letting the public know that this was a visual novel and people have gone to review sites and have been review bombing this game like I think the weekend of its release it was bouncing back and forth between like a 0.5 and a fucking 2. Because people were just review bombing it for no fucking reason other than that it's just not the game that they fucking wanted. And I that's it's very frustrating. Cause now I'm like, you know, 
This was the best piece of Digimon content I think we might have ever fucking got. But now, because of all of you review bombing this game to fucking hell, we might not ever get anything like this again. And that's so upsetting to me because this, like... I feel like this is the change that Digimon needed to be more mainstream relevant again, I guess. And now I'm just kind of worried that we're not ever going to get it again. I think it's good that people can advocate for it like you can, though, because, like, you truly did sell me on it. Um, you sold me on it before you did the episode, and then, like, listening to it, it just it kind of really catches me off guard that you say it's as dark as it is. And I've been watching someone play it on Twitch the whole time you've been talking about it. Looks fantastic, but I can absolutely see, like, even what I'm watching now, I'm trying not to get too into it because I don't want to spoil myself, but there's some sad shit happening. It's like the first thing that popped up, and it's like, that's something that I can really get behind because it's like, I love Pokemon, but it is too... It is uh, very kid-friendly so yeah Mm -hmm. so if i can find something like this that's not but still kind of the same you know and i haven't played like a tactical rpg in a very long time very very long time i couldn't even remember the last one Mm -hmm. um it looks fun man it looks enticing so like people like you who can continue to advocate for it turn new people in you know into uh you know potential prospects play it you know speak very favorably about the game i think that's what matters hopefully that'll Mm-hmm. speak louder than all the bullshit that you said that's been happening with the you know review bombs and stuff um one more thing that i think this game did really fucking well um I, I when i saw agumon for the first time as like the main character's partner i i immediately thought oh great we're gonna get the same fucking eight that get thrown in our face every couple of fucking years but they actually didn't do that. Like, yeah, you still have Agumon, and it's like, ah, oh, it's cool, but you're you're just like a little fucking Charizard. Like, no one kind of cares anymore. Um, <laughs> but the other seven characters, like, all of their partners were all Digimon that don't get a whole lot, if any, representation in Digimon media. Um, like, Dylan, when you and I were talking the other night, and I was uh, saying something about, like, how cool all the different themes in Digimon are, like, one of the biggest groups that Digimon has established in the lore that they never use is uh, something called the Olympus 12, and they're all Digimon that are based off of uh, uh, Greek and Roman deities. And, like, this is... We got... uh, Digimon Survive has a nice fucking handful of them, with half of them being their very first appearance outside of either a manga or, like, a Digimon data, like, handbook. Like, this is the first time they're actually getting any type of on-screen representation, and I just think that that's super fucking cool. That is cool. Like, I see a lot of diversity in what I'm fucking watching now. I'm excited to play it, man. (laughs) Like, I get paid on Friday. This might be a purchase for me. Is it only on the Switch? No, it's on everything. Oh, thank God. I can get it on the PS5? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. I might buy it on the PS5 again just cause <laughs> fuck it buy the game twice it was so goddamn good no see that's that's what I think you should do but instead just buy it for a friend who wants it you know what I mean 
All right, moving on. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'll buy it for Josh. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. He wants to play it too. <laughs> I actually kind of do, yeah. Josh, I, I think you would re I being a fan of visual novels like you are, I think you would really fucking dig it. Yeah. I'm probably going to pick it up at some point. I just uh I just don't know when. Oh, yeah. Biggest fucking shocker of the year would be if this won all of our game of the years. Could you imagine? God, that would be wild. That would be wild would to be, be Elden Ring. The Discord would be in panic. They would. They Literally. would fucking lose their their goddamn minds. Be like, what the fuck? All right, so now we have to make it happen. I'll lie. I'll say it's better. <laughs> it is better. God damn it! <laughs> like, fuck Elden Ring. That game sucked. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for the video games. Let's do our picks of the week and get out of here. Uh, my pick of the week is from a channel that I just so happened to cross the other day called, uh, Internet Pit Stop. Um, and the video is called The Beauty of 90s Anime Aesthetic. And it kind of goes into, like, what makes the visuals of 90s anime so fucking good. Um, and kind of like, it, it kind of looks at stuff a little bit through the lens of like where it was, where it was like where it was in the like 50s, 60s, 70s, all the way up through like the 90s and then kind of takes a look at it like what it is today and breaks it down into like kind of like like how things look better from the 90s because of like the small imperfections and the like uh like I forget all of the different things, but it's like it, it talks all about why the 90s anime aesthetic is fucking awesome. And I, the video really fucking speak to me because I love 90s anime. I think that like late, mid to late 90s is like peak anime. Um, but mm. I, don't, I don't fucking know. Uh, anyway, it's a good video. Uh, and I've watched several of his videos since. Um, it's good shit. So. Oh yeah. Uh, my pick of the week is Sasaki and Miedo. Uh, this is the gay anime I was talking about earlier. I found the name. Uh, it's on Funimation. I don't know if it's on anything else. I just know that we watched it on Funimation. It's only 13 episodes, so it's really short. But it's it's super cute, super fucking. I I'm I'm gonna have to go back and rewatch like the second half of it because I I only really paid attention for the first half. But I, I did really fucking enjoy it. It's very cute, very sweet. I do want to read the manga because I've heard the manga gets fucking saucy. All right, yeah, cool. All right, Dylan. Uh, mine is a song by Scandroid called "Shout." This is a remix from the, uh, what is it? Fears for Tears. Tears, Tears for, for Fears. fears. <laughs> yeah, God. Jeff fucked me up on that last night. It's a remix of that song over like a kind of retro wave, um, like a twist on the genre. Like it, it's super good. If you don't know what retro wave is, then check out the most recent episode of the Bop where we kind of talk about it a little bit. Hell yeah, I l- fucking love me some Scandroid, man. Yes, S- some good shit. Hell yeah. Um, cool. All right. Well. As always, you can 
Oh, God. That was weird. I just got like a big gulp oh, of air as I was... Uh, okay. Mm. All right. As always, you can find us on social media for all things Culture Bop Hunting Pickles and the Culture Bop family of content. Culture Bop is available on Twitter at Culture underscore Bop. I keep fucking doing that. I keep forgetting to delete it. All right. On Instagram at Culture underscore Bop. And on YouTube at Culture Bop. I am available on Twitter at the Bebopman182, on Instagram at Bebopman182, and on Twitch at the underscore Bebopman. Uh, Dylan is available on Twitter at OMDizzyTV, on Instagram at OMDizzy, on Twitch at OMDizzy, and on YouTube at OMDizzy. Are you, uh, are you planning on finishing your playthrough of uh, Song of Iron for us? Planning on it, yeah. <laughs> okay. That's it. <laughs> yep. All right. That is definitely the plan. Sick. All right. Well, Austin is the last of us, and he is available on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, and TikTok, all of which he is at Big Papa Plays. And finally, if you're looking to support the podcast or any of the endeavors to what we're undertaking as Culture Pop, then go to patreon.com slash culture pop and consider tossing us a pledge. Uh, we're offering some very cool perks, and once we start hitting our goals, even more content will be on its way. All right. Um, that's it. Uh, that is the end of our show. Do we have anything else to say before we get the fuck out of here? Nope. All right. Give us money. Please give us money. Like a PBS plug, uh, phone drive or whatever. Yes. Uh, all right. Until next time. Goodbye.